The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is Big Rig Nick Utah. Uh, I'm glad to be here with you guys, but I'm not glad about what <laughs> I'm not happy about what I watched. Yeah, uh, believe me, folks, we're going to be talking about that a lot tonight, exclusively that. But before we do, say hello to American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Guys, I am very happy to be here, and I'm very glad about what I watched, because I didn't watch Indiana Jones. I hung out, I watched some TV, played a little Zelda, played a little Deep Rock Galactic, went to football camp. Oh, and I did a final for one of my June summer classes that I thought was due Saturday, but it turned out it was due tonight. And I'm like, I got the podcast now. I don't have this evening to work on. Let's crank this shit out now, bitch. <laughs> now, for those wondering in the chat, Dion's on his way. He's seen the movie. He's pretty much there any second, but I didn't want to keep the audience waiting because I can see how antsy everyone is out there. They're excited for another night of world-class bullshitters content. And guess what? Here he is. The one, the only, Reverend Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages. I wasn't paying attention, so when he brought me on, I was a half a step behind. But who gives a fuck? We're ready to play. We're ready to stay, and God damn it, I'm get wait, no, uh, 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 I'm glad to be here, boys. <laughs> I am too. Like you, <laughs> like you said, Nick. I'm glad we're all here together. But this movie we just sat through, uh, it was a movie, as you guys saw my message. So, folks, we're gonna keep everything on track for the Indiana Jones review. But I do want to start with the word of the day. Now, first off, folks, you can catch us at Horror Hound on August 18th through the 20th. Come hang out with us, meet us, get more information about Wokebusters, pick up a copy of Tits and Art. You know, just come and hang out and see what WCBS is all about in person. We're back to the convention scene, folks, and this has been a great year for the channel. So we're going to keep on making it the best year on record. So that is August 18th through the 20th in Indianapolis, Indiana. You can also come meet me, the artist, at the Cincinnati Comic Expo in September. I believe it's the 18th through, well, maybe it's the 21st through the 23rd, excuse me. I'll get those exact dates uh, in a minute. But folks, we're here to talk about Indiana Jones, but we want to start the show off like we always do with our word of the day. This comes from Shrebels08. He says, the word of the day is crabs. Crab shack. Take crab home tonight. Crab balls. Robin Hood, crabs and tights. Fleabag with crabs. How Stella got her crabs back. And Indiana Jones and the crabs of destiny. You guys have some uh, crab titles like Crab in Present Danger or... Hot Tub shot... Crab Machine. Ooh, Hot Tub Crab Machine. Hot Tub Crab Machine. <laughs> Honey, or a few crabs, crabs more. That's called the that's called oh. the clam bake, I think. Fistful of crabs. Fistful of crabs. <laughs> Twelve Angry Crabs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Crabs. Totally different movie. Totally different. You think we'd get sued if we made that one? Uh, no. Be close. Black no. crab. Probably not. <laughs> Black crab moan. Boss crab. Golden crab. <laughs> oh, Kendo. <laughs> Uh, so, folks, uh, I'm reading your crab I'm titles. I'm going to get you crab. Ooh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Crabs on the River Kwai. Crabs so. on the River Kwai. <laughs> Low down, dirty crabs. Yeah. Oh, is that going to star the Wayans I'm Brothers still? Because I'd watch that. I'd hope so. <laughs> <clears throat> Crabby one through five. <laughs> Crab Richard the Third. Mm-hmm. Now, crabby. folks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, we're gonna play a little crabs. It's a crab, 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 crab world. Kendo wins. No, no, come on. Deontes, this is part of the traveling crabs. That's fucking good. Thank you. Thank you. You saw that shit, Nick. That's my boy right there. Secrets of the Crab Sisterhood. Yeah. Oh, the divine crabs of the Yaya Sisterhood. There you go. There you go. There you go. They share everything. Or the crab secrets of the Yaya Sisterhood. I mean, that's just got, you know, you need to get that fucking special shampoo written all over it. Yeah, it does. Shampoo? Yeah. from the crabs <laughs> shaving your public hair won't fix it Mm-mm. <laughs> folks we want to thank you guys for uh, playing the word of the day with us and joining us folks we have a lot of people already joining us so hit that thumbs up button and as soon as you do we'll start the review of indiana jones and the dial of destiny let me pull up an image here on screen so people know what we're talking about and guys it's time. This has probably been the most anticipated movie of the year for the channel. Not for all the right reasons, but uh, anticipation still is the accurate word. And so we're here. Today is June 29th, and we've all seen Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And yeah, it's 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 uh, you can hear the hesitation in my voice for how to start with this thing. It's it was a movie. We sat I through. I liked it. Your hesitation. I you know I think you're being a little bit of a baby right now. I liked it. Like it was, buddy. Um, you're ruining the flow of the show. We can't start with "I like it." We got to talk about the movie, or us people don't stick around. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, it's called a format, man. We've only been doing this for uh, eight years now, so we gotta. Silent baby, let's go. Shit. Yeah, you're the only one now. Before you'll think I'm gonna hate this movie, but uh, hold on, what the fuck am I doing? I'm acting like Dion. I'm jumping the gun here. We don't want to be premature, Peter, up on this thing. So it's the fifth Indiana Jones movie. He's 80 years old, and he's back again for another adventure. This time, it's to look for the Dial of Destiny, Archimedes' device which can track fissures in time. And so Indiana Jones teams up with Helena Bonham... Oh, Helena Bonham Carter, shit. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is Helena Shaw. Better, better. Right. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Uh, we start off with that, and uh, it's a globetrotting adventure around the world in the search for the Dial of Destiny. The movie starts in 1944, then it takes us to 1969, where we're met with an old Indiana Jones who's down on his luck and retiring. But before he can retire, uh, he meets Helena Shaw after so many years, and they go on this adventure. And action and intrigue and all of this stuff happens. So, Dion, since you were very excited to tell us about this movie, tell us what you think. <laughs> <coughs> Well, uh, I liked it as I tell my nephew to go grab me a beer from the refrigerator because <laughs> you do that. But also, thank you, son. Greg, grab me a beer. But um, <laughs> the point, the point being, um, <coughs> fuck you. Um, I liked it a lot. Listen, that storyline, in term, especially you know, with the context of coming off of the um, Crystal Skull, where the fuck that was supposed to be. Yes, I liked it a lot. I, I listen, uh, just to give you the, the classic Uncle Dion, I'm gonna tell you what I think overall and then and then come back to it. Go see this movie. But in terms of ouch, bitch, give me the goddamn beer. Shit, sit down. Sit down. Shut up. The point being, yeah, I liked it a lot, man. It 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 was it's not as good. Don't get me wrong, no motherfucking mistake. It is not as good as the original three, but damn it, it's a it's it counts, it counts. Now, Nick, uh, you didn't seem too happy in our group chat. What did you think of the movie? <laughs> um, I thought it was way too long, <laughs> and there were there were lull, there were there were too many lulls with it. Um, 
I don't know, man. I just it, and they kept parking on him being a, cra- a crabby old man, and I was like, I get it. He, we get it. He's old. He was old in the last one too. Like, yeah, he's too. Need... He's too bitchy in this movie. Honestly, yeah. Indiana Jones shouldn't bitch as much as he did in this film. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I, I, I was like, we like you. You, you could have just not gone on the got got on the adventure and just been fine. But now you wanted to, you know, to do it, so it's okay. Um. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. He was bitching. The Phoebe Waller bridge was bitching as well, and I was just like, I don't know if I like these characters right now. <laughs> like, it was just a lot of complaining. It's like, do the do the fucking task. Keep going forward. Like, it was just, I don't know. She was especially annoying. Jesus Christ. Um, no. My takeaway from this movie was, first off, man, there are a lot of old people in this theater. I saw people on walkers. There was a guy with an oxygen tank. I was the youngest person seeing this movie. So if this movie makes a bunch of money, it's because every old-ass person in the tri-state area. And they were terrified of your gigantic black ass. They were all white, so you ain't wrong. Uh, You ain't wrong at all. Oh, Jeff's not. Jeff, speaking on behalf of white people, Jeff's not threatening. No, not at all. That's because you know him. <laughs> well, even if I, well, the first time I saw him walking up the, you know, through the door, I'm just like, eh, I, I'm not scared of him. He seems like a nice guy. When you first meet him, he is gigantic. Listen, I'm a, I'm, I am a very uh, arrogant son of a bitch. But when I first met this guy, even I was like, damn, shut the fuck up. Even I was like, damn, uh, that's a big dude. Like, these old people at his movie were probably like, holy shit, he lives here with us? He's always smiling, though. He just, he he just so back. friendly and He's genial. He's so goddamn likable. <laughs> so my takeaway from... people hair is so nice. I don't want to get it cut, people. I can, dude. I can brush it into a comb, like a white people comb over, and you would never be able to tell I'm not Italian. Make them look whatever. <laughs> you, you should do that, and then you could redo that skit for from Eddie Murphy in SNL, and he, you know, pretend to be a white guy for like a week or whatever it was. Yeah, well, Listen, maybe it'll help my. Credit I score. still to this day have a whole plan ready to go in the event that I need a hair situation handled, and I kidnap his mom. That is a real thing. It's on my computer, ready to go. <laughs> well, <laughs> look at Dion. We'll turn that whole plan into some content. Sounds like the next Indianapolis Jones movie. Indiana Jones 6 and Jeff's mom. She's <laughs> just going to give you a haircut. <laughs> yeah. Dion comes flying in, cracks the whip, and she's like, Dion, sit down. I'll cut your hair. <laughs> right. And it's like, hey, why are you in a uniform? I don't know. Sit down. Here, just sit down. Here, I've got ribs cooking too. Is that okay? That's, oh, what, don't. that's when you hear Nick and I just crash outside. Yeah. We're here. We're here. Ribs. We're here. No, he's fine. He's fine. Him and the boys have a haircut, and she would just mama hicks the whole thing. That's now, true. She would. She would. Staying on track with this movie, I didn't like this movie as much as Dion. But I liked it more than I liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. But that's not a ringing endorsement that this is a good movie. It's just better than something that absolutely sucks. I I went into this one. Now, first off, folks, if you watched our video on the, the plot leak, that's 100% accurate. Down to the fucking lines of dialogue, down to the way the movie ends. Everything that's in that video is 100% true. So if you don't want to support Lucasfilm, but you're curious what the plot of this movie is, Go watch that video as yeah, soon as this podcast ends. Right too. But no, watch the video instead. Watch the video instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'd be nice if we made $65 million this weekend. Uh, boys, we'd go retire and collect 20% on a beach. 
Oh, of course, of course. So, yep. uh, my first problem with this movie, and believe me, this isn't going to be one of these, like, screaming reviews for two hours, because we're not even going to go, you know, beyond that. But first thing I noticed about this movie was that CGI, that young Harrison Ford face, did not look that good. And so they when, didn't euthanize him well. They didn't euthanize him well at all, Kendo. Well, okay. And, and his well, voice didn't match at all either. Applicable. I'd say it was applicable. Here's, well, it here, wasn't, here, here. It wasn't Flash bad. No, well, it wasn't. Nothing hey, Flash isn't bad, Dion. It's meant to look that shitty. Who are you talking to, buddy? I will. I will say. I will say yeah. one thing. Out of out of all the, the euthanized old celebrities we've seen, th- this has by far been the best. But they did yes. keep him like in the dark and hidden a lot towards yes. towards some of the scenes. I was like, yep. I know what they're doing, and I know why they're doing this. Uh, but you I will. I will tell. give you also another like, one. You, His... you can tell is what I would say. Like, yeah, you can tell, but it's not as bad as the Flash. Like in terms of dating this episode you know you could tell that for dc and the flash they were still figuring that shit out yeah but dion uh, eight years ago or seven years ago when civil war came out they turned robert downey jr into 1980s robert downey jr and that shit looked spot on so that technology exists and it's another disney movie i'm curious where 300 million dollars went into this movie because for what they shot practically, it looked fine. The CGI wasn't that great. Like, any time it was Indiana, like, Harrison Ford's head on a stuntman's body, you could tell. It was never like, oh, man, that was a seamless shot. You could definitely tell. Like, when you watch an old movie, folks, and it goes from, like, a because green screen to whatever. Marvel Studios. It's Lucasfilm. They got more money. Or they used yeah, to. Yeah, I agree. And I they're, agree, they're located but... adjacent to Marvel Studios because they're under the same umbrella. But you're talking about, you're talking about the Patriots compared to the Rams. They both Don't won Super Bowls, though. You're not Correct. Wrong. Right. They both won the Super Bowl, but to 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 your specific point, Disney. Listen, whenever we give Disney shit, this is part of the reason. I like this movie, but Disney gets shit because they gave a lot more money towards the CGI of Indiana Jones than they did motherfucking Ant Man Quantumania. Like you can tell what they believe in and it's a it's a matter of dollars spent on the product and indiana jones it's not great but it's it's better than some shit you know don't get me and 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 even for marvel the next step i would have if i was fucking serious about this movie i would have said hey marvel studios you did the cgi for indiana jones and then you get to play the marvel opening for indiana jones which would have shut the fucking world down. That's just me. Yeah, well, here's here's the problem, though. This is right. ILM. ILM is the gold standard for special effects, and they always have been since they existed. There's really yes. no excuse for this shit to look, for be able to see the seams. Other movies can do it better. Right. Indiana Jones just took a technology, and they didn't do it right at all. What they did is they got him looking, like, once he got on the, the thing is, it's very inconsistent. Like, when he's inside the train, his hat is like sitting lower on his face. It looks like like the hat shape changes. All these different special effects shot change. Yeah. But then when he's on top of the train, it looked legit. But it, it just depends on how it's lit and where it is. And it's very inconsistent. So there's no point where anyone in the audience is going to watch this and go, oh man, he looks like he did in the 40s. And then here you go, folks. As soon as they take off his fucking hat after he gets out of the water in one scene, you can tell it's back to that weird CGI, uncanny valley like 
does that head really match that body? Like, what's up with but that? It's like, not that bad where it's fucking out of place. Oh, oh my God! For me, it was when he got when he was being hanged in the beginning, and he fucking got up before they pulled the diehard yeah. maneuver where the rope has fallen, and he's like trying to shuffle really quickly. I'm like, yeah. what is up with the way he's moving? It, that doesn't it look right. Looks different, but it's not. It's not. It doesn't take you out of the scene because he's. It looks like, hey, we're keeping this young face on this body that's swinging. You can tell a difference, but it's not completely weird like in the Flash. Where well, Dion, have... we're not we're not utilizing. You can't really compare that. You're comparing apples to oranges because the Flash's CGI was fully CGI'd images. They weren't trying I'm to change any actors' ages. It's but, a point of reference. Well, no, it'd be like comparing a painting to a drawing with pencil. It's like no, one looks more realistic than the other, but they're not the if, same if medium. Saying, if you're saying that this is bad for this movie, I'm saying it's not bad. You can tell the difference, but it's not crazy. There's a level of bad. And DC is bad for The Flash. In this movie, it's not for Indiana Jones. It's not that bad, is what I'm saying. That's all. That's the only reason I'm bringing up the DC movie as a point of reference. Well, like I keep saying, though, folks, it's really not the same technology because what they did is they went into the Lucasfilm archives and they took all kinds of old Harrison Ford footage and they ran it through a computer and they artificially lit it and you'll be able to tell. He doesn't match anybody he stands next to. Like the other Nazis... It's like when he puts the helmet on in the car, dude, I'm like, really? Like, and I'm not even looking for this because I'm trying to complain. I just went to myself. It's like when you play a video game and like something doesn't render fully during a cutscene, and you start to laugh at it. You're like, oh, there's a glitch. That's what it looks like to me. It looked like a big old glitch when he was just doing certain things. Now, I thought the one time where they de-aged him to like where he was supposed to be in the 1950s looked even weirder because it's like they took the same digital model and, oh, we're going to add a couple of wrinkles and make his hair gray. Like, old man Harrison Ford looks cool enough in the costume. It is what it is. But, like, I I really wish they would have found a better way to do it or maybe not have, a, have to see young Indiana Jones, a younger Indiana Jones, because I was, uh, I don't know. Nick, how did you feel? Were you pumped to see this digital puppet of Indiana Jones running around the screen, or did you just kind of not care? I mean, I... I mean, they, 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 it is like it is. It is probably the best that 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 Disney and Lucasfilm and all those people have done. Honestly, it is the best they've done so far, because everything um, up until this point has been very noticeable. But this is probably least noticeable. Yes, there are some points when he's swinging, um, you can see it. It is very noticeable. But this is probably the best that they've. It's probably the best advancement of it they've done so far. Um, but it was still noticeable. <laughs> you can still tell what it was. So what you're telling me right. is that this is kind of like how Jar Jar Binks was uh, the first step so we could run with fully CGI characters. So Pretty one day much. we'll be able to have fully euthanized Hollywood actors. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, we've, we've called it before and it's going to happen. I mean, I'm sure a lot of a lot of Hollywood actors are getting their voices cloned and getting 3D scanned into computers and stuff. So it's going to be a thing. How long like do we see Sean Connery come back from the dead? Jesus, don't don't, yeah. don't say that kind of shit. Don't, nope. don't blaspheme on the show. Welcome That's all we the do. future. <laughs> once they're dead they're dead do not make any more movies don't make movies with dead people it's weird yeah i agree lawrence but olivier they will. that's gonna happen it's gonna happen now let's talk about the uh the walrus in the room phoebe walrus bitches kind of calls her or as we're gonna call her on this show indiana poob <laughs> watching this movie i thought she was the hero of the whole story like you know how they have that joke in uh, The Big Bang Theory? Like, does Indiana Jones even need to be in Raiders of the Lost Ark for this movie to happen? It's like, does Indiana Jones need to be in the Dial of Destiny for everything to go down? Like, she knows everything. 
She does. She has the best action scenes. She gets to ride the motorcycle and look cool. Like honestly, Indiana Jones just complains a lot. He fixes a car at one point and he's like, "Yeah, yeah the tree sap of this fucking bubble gum is heat resistant, and now it'll start." And I'm just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> he's That's not a weird way to see that scene. But overall, I like her in the movie. I think no. I anyone were to say that she was the star of this movie, I would disagree with. You know, she is very clearly the the torch recipient, one hundred percent. But at the same time, this movie is still very much focused on Indy. And while she, even so much so, they make her a questionable character, so to speak, in terms of her, um, what she wants and her, um, what's the word? You mean she's for? duplicitous? No, her, um, her motivations. Her, goal, her goal, yeah. Like what she wants at the end of the movie. And I would still say. I would argue anyone and say if he's not, he is still the star of this movie, one hundred percent. And she does a very good job. Not a sidekick, but she she's even even mistakably in some parts, she she teeters between you know villain or is she is, is she is she the same dude as the hero? That's what I would say for her. <laughs> is she the same dude as the hero? I want that on the DVD box. She's the same dude. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, it is 2023. You are you are correct in your language. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's so, still Pride Month. We got two days. We got two. We're all we're all dudes, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, good burger. I'm a dude. He's a dude. She's a dude. We're all dudes. I'm yeah. hard means something different for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep it focused because uh, we're losing people here, guys. Let's actually talk about this movie. So, uh, Nick, what did you think of her? I don't know, man. She her her, her constant like double agent pseudo double agent thing was kind of weird. I was kind of like, you know, like she, she she seemed to know everything, and it's like, why did why did we need Indy at some points? I'm like, why is he here? It was just weird. Like, I don't know. It was it was awkward, and and like just her. Her being just overly, overly, overly bitchy was just kind of an off put. I was like, I get it. You, you know everything. Your dad knows everything. Cool, good, good for you. Go, go, don't go, go battle the Nazis by yourself and see how that goes. Um, I don't know. She was, yeah, she was, she was the way she is in a lot of her movies. She's kind of, she's kind of insufferable. So, yeah, I was just, she wasn't like Ray from the Force Awakens, where you go, what the fuck, but she wasn't likable like like marion who you know could hold her own in a fight every once in a while or do shit like that she was just always she didn't even learn anything it's like why is the character need indiana jones that was my takeaway from it she was just very much uh you know not perfect but pretty much i mean she didn't need him to decipher anything she really didn't need him to uh for the polybius code anything like that yeah um you know so after they meet up, uh, they frame him for murder, which isn't really, uh, you know, this amazing subplot. Indiana Jones has been in trouble before. Also, but, also, why is he teaching class in the summer? Yeah, when is that supposed to, like, what is the date I, of that? I don't know. I looked it up. I looked it up while I was in the fucking movie. I looked it up because I was just like, okay, they, they, uh, they, 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 this is after Apollo 11. They had the parade. The parade was August 7th, I think in 1963. That's when the parade was. It's in New York 69. in August 7, 1963. 69. Sorry, 69. You're right, sir. You're right. You're right. No. When they get to the moon. 
is if that's the target point. Is is them getting to the moon? Well, yeah, but the weird thing is, you're right though when you said about that because he's talking about taking the final, but schools usually don't start till end of August, so it's like too late for summer school. It doesn't matter if you read too much into this movie, you're just gonna go, huh? So I guess you're supposed to just you know suspend your disbelief. Um, yeah, right. Well, you're supposed to pinpoint a specific point in time in terms of why is it not, why is it not um, the end of Christmas call? But yeah, yeah. So, so, so right here, it's, it's you know, it's it's sixty nine, giving the moon, and then you know they have David Bowie playing in the background, which obviously that song didn't come out till sixty nine. You weren't excited to hear Major Tom to Ground Control. I love that song. It's my favorite David Bowie song. So that's why I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, okay. All right, Lucasfilm. I see you. I see you, motherfucker. Uh, so let's talk about some more of the characters before we get into some of the plot, folks. We're trying to avoid complete spoilers so the 10 people that are watching that do want to go see the movie can. And everyone else, we can we can play the drinking game with Kendo, or Kendo has to guess what happens in the movie, and he will drink for that. Um, yes. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun, Kendo. Uh, there's another sidekick on Indy's side. It's uh, Teddy. He's the little kid you see in the trailers. What did you guys think of him? I mean, he was fine to me. He he had a personality. He had a character. So I kind of liked him enough. Yeah, yeah was, I, no, right, I agree. I um, He was there. That, that was definitely a fault of the film. But, you know, he definitely, he was there. And I liked him. I did like him, you know, especially in terms of the context of the movie timeline wise. Yeah. I, I, I liked him. Yeah. I mean, he was also kind of unneeded as well. Cause like once I got to a certain point and, <clears throat> and they kind of figured it out, he was useless. <laughs> yeah. The only thing, at least they gave him like a reason for table to be able to fly the plane. Like I was like, Oh, okay. oh God, he, don't, he don't like... that. Don't get me started on that bullshit. <laughs> what him flying the plane? No, no. The whole, part towards the end of the movie <laughs> oh that fucking ending of the movie so dumb <laughs> oh oh dear god i was just like wait what it rips off the twilight zone remember the well, odyssey they... of flight 93 yes yeah, you're 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 correct you're correct okay well also also the whole thing with the lightning storm i'm like are you are you kind of referencing back to the future in this point like is that what is that what we're all doing now is this that all these all these ips are just doing time travel bullshit are we in this like the era of just time travel We'll, we'll 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 stitch everything together and we can make it whole. Like, like what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple of villains. None of them are as memorable as any ones that came before. Hell, even Arena Spalco from Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was more memorable than this. Uh, my biggest complaint <laughs> with uh, Mads Mikkelsen, he's a good actor and all, but Indiana Jones is known for all their villains to have gory deaths. The, the three guys in the end of Raiders die the worst death possible. Molaram gets ripped apart by crocodiles. Uh, what's his face? Walter Donovan becomes an old ass man in front of your eyes and then turns to dust. And Irena Spalco, her eyes explode and then she gets like turned into whatever. This movie, there's a plane crash and uh, that's it. So there's uh, a lot of the Indiana Jones hallmarks people may be looking for aren't there. But again, there aren't like glaring pacing issues with uh when you when it comes to terms of the action uh nick you said this movie was a little too long for your taste what would you have liked to see trimmed um i don't know it it it, it just seemed just seems like it just seemed for me anyways like everything took too long to get going and to kind of get get to get to the point um 
it was trying to make um because and, and like it, it it seemed like they're treating the audience like like morons is what it is what it kind of equates to and i was just like why are you doing this to the audience like it's 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 like they had to hold your hand through everything it's like no we we, we can see what's going on on the screen just keep going you know um i just i just didn't like that aspect of it it just it just felt like they were constantly especially especially with one part where like They've they've escaped on the boat and he's using his binoculars and they had to like flash back to him saying something. I'm like, you didn't need to do that. He kind of we know what's happening. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. Oh, jeez. You know, knowing exactly beat for beat of this movie, having made that video, didn't make anything less like. I won't say it softened the blow in any ways. It's just, I don't know. You just knew you were getting... It's like when a Band-Aid's about to get ripped off. Like, all right, I know it's going to hurt. Let's just get it done real quick. And f- oh, there, it's done. No problem. Um, so I guess it's time to talk about the plot of this movie. Everyone kind of knows the stories and the hunt. He's searching for the Dial of Destiny, which is a thing that can allegedly travel through time. Is the uh, Dial of Destiny... Is the Dial a bar of soap? No, so I guess you have no. to take a drink. Yeah, it is not a bar of soap. <laughs> What are you drinking tonight, Kendo? And Dion? I've got some Coors Light. Dion, what you drinking? <laughs> Coors Light, you weirdo. I'm drinking some Oberon, baby. Bell's Oberon. Me out of Comstock, Michigan. So I'm from Michigan, and it's Michigan. You're welcome. Are you Mike from Michigan? Uh, hey, uh, fucking Mike from Michigan, remember me? <laughs> that, that one broke Hillary in the background. Hell yeah! <laughs> nobody, nobody mess with him. He, he might do something. He might do something brash. There's Bob in the building. <laughs> I would much rather watch Money Talks than I would Indiana Jones. Five. Oh dear God! Oh dear God! That'd be so much fun. I wouldn't say that. Indiana Jones, pretty good. <laughs> Wait, you would really rather watch this damn movie over Money Talks with Victor Moan Jr. In the context of the conversation, so you're going to call me out in public? Yeah, I would. <laughs> Buddy, I'm not the one that has to worry about it. <laughs> I'm not um, worry about it either. Now, not what me. were your uh, what were your theaters like in terms of the uh, attendance? Mine, like I said, was a bunch of old people, and there wasn't a lot of people. It was a very much, uh, I'd say it was not even a quarter full. Then again, I saw mine midday, so it was a little different. But, you know. Yeah, mine was down. mine was about half full. So, Dion, were there people uh, crowded to get in? Oh yeah, I didn't get beer. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, I text I text my sister. I thought I got a beer, and I'm here arguing with Joey. Fucking movie. So back to the movie Fuck. though, Nick. Uh, what were some What were some of the things you didn't actually like in this? Or what are some of the things you actually did like in this movie? Since Dion's the only one that glowingly loves this movie, uh, and none of us are going to be like that. Uh, what do you absolutely? Uh, what was your favorite part? I did like the beginning when they were in in, in the forties dealing with the uh, dealing with Nazis and like having and it was the end of the war and he he told them to their faces like you know it's over you lost and you know they're trying to to uh, you know just kill him and you know he makes his way out like he does always you know because it's fucking Indiana Jones um, especially especially I you know you him him on him on on the train also kind of reminded me of um, Last Crusade a little bit. Which I, which I, which uh, you know, I, I love that movie. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I don't know him, 
him back in the in you know te- teaching his class was pretty was pretty a pretty nice scene as well and i'm just trying to like deal with uh, the stuff um i had no idea about like the, they 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 have a very throwaway line about his son that was just there and i thought that was i don't know they should have done a little bit more of that um i don't know it was th- that was good um him driving the 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 tuk tuk was a little weird at times but it was still exciting to see him do it that whole sequence i think was the most exciting part of the movie it's when uh, he definitely had the most action as like then yeah. current day indiana jones he really Correct. does take a side seat to what phoebe waller bridge is doing he's just he's there but it's yeah. like oh man she needs to get the satchel so she jumps out of the thing and grabs the car and does all this crap and she gets to do the cool stuff underwater she has to rescue him underwater it's like all right, do we really need to watch Indiana Jones freak out underwater, man? <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. Well, I mean, also like she wasn't going to rescue him for a second, and then like, <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a shitty person. Like, yeah, oh, she really is. Yeah, man, she has. You know, she's not like you can tell she's not the torchbearer in that moment. Like in that moment, yeah, yeah, you know, he's dealing with what he's dealing with, but you know, he's still. The good guy, and they add in the whole, you know, the context of that moment. You realize that she's kind of a shitty person. Like she wanted the whole thing to sell it, you know. So you learn that in the context of that moment, she's clearly not the good Mary Sue save the day. She's like, bitch, I want to make some money. Me and my homie, who's from here, like, bitch, we're gonna fucking make a hundred thousand fucking dollars in nineteen sixties money, motherfucker. And that was cool. And that so that's why she gets a pass in that moment. But yeah, he's kind of the old man in the whole thing. And she's kind of, you know, even though it, it, that's her thing, you know, but she's doing active shit. But yeah, it's, it's definitely still a he's an old man moment. Yeah, and it's so weird, though, that they keep digging up these old action heroes just to have these, like, sobering, deconstructed scenes. Especially with this one where it's like, <laughs> oh my my wife's gone my kid's gone this is that it's like what like whatever happened to like indiana jones like people wanted to be like indiana jones like folks if this is if you're worried about watching your old school 80s hero kind of be a limp noodle after all these years well be prepared to be a little disappointed because he is that uh i wouldn't say disappointed you know he's definitely old they definitely acknowledge that he is old you know if you're if you're looking to see your 1980s hero it's kind of you know it's one of those moments where yeah we're gonna acknowledge that he's old but he still does shit in the movie yeah like there's a scene where they get like she leaves him high and dry in the beginning of the movie and instead of getting captured he at least puts up a fight but then does get captured and i you know there the thing is like the moments where indiana jones does stuff i'm cool with it i'm happy to see indiana jones uh try to kick ass but then there are other scenes where he's just like so lame and curmudgeonly. It's like he, the, the the word I would use to describe Indiana Jones is actually. Every time somebody says something, Indiana Jones is like, well, actually, not literally, metaphorically speaking. And he just is like, he's kind of a buzzkill in his own film. I'm like, I'm here to see you, dude. I want you to just like, I don't know, do something without 
talking about the boring historical part. Because, see, like, the way Raiders of the Lost Ark was structured, or any of the original three, Indiana Jones was a, a scholar. He knew his stuff. But he didn't... And this is probably the problem with the writing. But they didn't stop, like you said, Nick, to explain everything to everybody. Oh, and this year, blah, blah, blah. He, like, gives a lecture to... The, like, ten lectures in this movie when he talks about stuff. And it's like, there are more interesting ways to convey that information of, like, what this is or what that is. Like, they talk about it like he's this big history nerd when he really wasn't a big history nerd. He was just this... He knew his history. He was an archaeologist and a teacher and all that stuff. He was only a history nerd in the classroom. He kind of never leaves the classroom, metaphorically speaking. He's always that guy. And you're like, it works when you're kind of old and on the job. But, like, when you got people shooting at you and you're running around uh, for, you know, running away from Moroccan guards and shit, I thought you'd kind of, like, be the old you and at least, you know, I don't know, buck up a little. Well... You know, I've learned that lecturing is like the least effective way to get anybody to pay attention to you and to, to and to and, learn. and they convey that point really well in this movie. Trust me, you, you need you, you need to do some hands on, some collaboration, and you know have, you know have some driving questions. Have some, have the kids working towards something. You just can't talk to them all day. Well, he he lost these kids, uh, Nick. They were so bored in that scene. My God. <laughs> Like, Dion, you and I went to school together. We were in some lectures together. None of that shit was as rough as it was to watch Indiana Jones teach. I mean, yeah. It was, uh... That, they definitely made him the curmudgeon teacher, for sure. Also, yeah, also, and in, in, it seemed like in the last few, in the last, in the, uh, in the first movies, like, you know, he had the girls' attention all the time, and they were all banging on his, on his door and things like that, and, you know, trying to, trying to talk to him and stuff. This time, they didn't give two shits about him. It was weird to see that. Yeah, it's a, it's a big shift from what we're used to. But then again, I, I understand you need to elevate the character and evolve the character, but he's not even as cool as his dad was in The Last Crusade. Like, old man Indiana Jones or Henry Jones Sr. Like, Henry Jones... or Old man Henry Jones... Say that. I would, dude. I like, he, Last Crusade, fucking Sean Connery shows up at the end. When stuff goes down, he's, he's not as, you know... He's got his own way about him. This Indiana Jones is just kind of like... I don't know, I... I wouldn't yeah, like this guy in real life. I really disagree with that shit, 100%. Well, you like this movie too, so I mean, not everybody's perfect, Dion. <laughs> That's why I love you, baby. Oh, I wish I loved this movie, but uh, it, I, it's it's really hard to pinpoint because this isn't Star Wars prequel or Star Wars sequel bad, folks. Like I've even said that on my own personal Facebook stuff. Right. Like if you're going in there thinking this is going to be the next Rise of Skywalker or Last Jedi or even The Force Awakens, it's not. No, but it's that not. doesn't it's give this man. a pass as being this wonderful movie either. It's just I don't know how to how to describe it, Nick. Um, what, where can, would you put? You can you can clearly tell where there you can clearly tell where there were where there were like reshoots and like the story kind of like will seem to like you know almost like crescendo and go up to this point and then it, it it'll just disappear and it's like what what happened where to go like there's a there's, then there's a hard cut to something else they did like it just seemed like they were tr they they wanted to build to something that was going to be this very epic G um, Indiana Jones movie but they fell short. Yeah, um, because it, it it has those moments that remind you of the old movies very much. So it has them, but they're very small and they're very and they're very quick. But Ooh. they kind of erase them almost, and they and and they and they try to do something else with it. It's it's odd. It's really odd. I'm glad you made the the point about the classic Indiana Jones stuff because I mean we've all seen the original four. Well, excuse me, the original three and that fourth <laughs> one that sucked ass. 
they were kind of like a roller coaster. There was a point of no return in these movies where it's like once they amped up the action, you knew like, all right, the third act is about to just kick ass. Like from Raiders when Indy escapes the Well of Souls to the wing, to the truck chase, to the five minutes on the boat to cool things down and then the crazy climax. Like Temple of Doom, from the minute he breaks the Black Sleep of Kali to the end of the movie is a nonstop roller coaster ride. And The Last Crusade is the same thing where they once they hit that, that desert chase with the tank, like there's yeah. just a minute to set up yeah, and then it's this... the whole finale yeah yeah this one never like it like reaches those highs and goes down reaches the, goes down and it just keeps like going back to the point where like come on why did like this is have, indiana jones also uh, well i also have another question about the music jeff it wasn't it wasn't the original music was it well john williams came back okay yeah, but it john sounded okay all right that was my favorite part of the movie honestly was the music because when it was playing i'm like it needed more of the Indiana Jones, like the Raiders March. But overall, I thought that was the strongest point of this movie. Uh, John Williams hasn't lost his touch. This isn't no, no, Star no, Wars. Hasn't. No, 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 he hasn't. Uh, Kendo, are yeah. you ready to ask us some questions so we can get you drinking a little? Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. All right, so Marion's gone. Is it because they're divorced? And if you're right, do you take a drink? Or if you're wrong, you take two drinks? If I'm right, I take a drink. If I'm wrong, I take two drinks. And if you come to a plot point and you you want me to guess it, if what I guess is, or if what they do is stupider than what I guess, I have to take a drink as well. So I guess technically you have to take two drinks because they're not technically divorced. All right, here we go. I, I wish I was drinking tonight, but I got to get up for good morning pop culture. I'm not. Uh, I got to get up early tomorrow, too, because I got to run practice. But <laughs> they're the ones that have to be to work at me. I, I, I did enough exercising today, moving the fucking weight room around. <laughs> uh, Marion, Marion's in this movie, uh, as we all know. She's a fridge picture. And Karen Allen pops up at some point, and she looks good. I mean, her and Harrison Ford have both aged incredibly well. That might have been my favorite overall scene where they uh, they finally meet up after all these years. <laughs> um, so his son, I did, I was, I, did he adopt Mutt? Is that his son? That was his blood son. Like that was oh, that's a weird way to say it. That's his actual biological child. There you go. <laughs> I clearly missed some shit when I was watching Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Okay. I wish you would have missed the whole movie. I do like too. I would have. So he's dead. <clears throat> I'm gonna guess they killed him in Vietnam. Take a drink. That's right. that's correct. That he he must have been a very good high ranking officer that got zapped by the. I'm not gonna say the word. <laughs> by no. Charlie. By Charlie. Charlie Nick. must have got him on a patrol. In the trees! <laughs> now, Nick and Dion, you guys are, uh, you know your history probably just a little better than I do, but, like, how old were they? Like, how old was your average Vietnam soldier? Because if Mutt Williams was, like, 18 or 20 years old in 1957, and this is 12 years later, is that a little late to be, you know? No. No, it's not too no. late? Okay. No, it's no. not. I mean, it's very, again, you have to remember the conflict itself dates back into the 50s you know and, and that's when you encounter our our first soldier died in vietnam in 58 but that was like a liaison officer or something like that the bulk right. of our deaths were 67 right. 68 and 69 so by then he's been close you're to believing into the 30? whole 
what this universe creates is that you know you know especially with indiana jones you know who knows what his his input was supposed to be in the conflict you know was his son an archaeologist to do some fucking bullshit if you're an archaeologist you don't go to a war zone unless of course you're indiana jones and he fucking goes in the war zone multiple times but in terms of the movie they tell you you what he does in the movie but they establish that his dad is spying on the soviets and they bring that shit up in you know kingdom of the you know the crystal skull okay so okay you said they tell you did they tell you what happened with so that mutt gets he gets zapped and um by the you know them and uh charles so to speak (laughs) well not necessarily what if he ran into and i'm not going to get into the semantics of the fucking vietnamese army so (laughs) does it say what happens to him and how he goes down in nam no Uh, he's on the no indy's on the boat and he just says i would go back in time so i could tell my son to not go to the war and he just he's all he says is he enlisted to piss him off right so he'd have been late 20s. But even then, if he's a college graduate, chances are he's not in the combat zone. <laughs> Again, yeah, that's all conjecture. But it, it's just meant to tell you the time frame. So, you know. If anything, if he's a college graduate, he would probably be out there, you know, being one of them fucking hippie douchebags protesting the war, even though technically <laughs> they were kind of right. We should have been out there fighting maybe. that war. That's for you point. to infer, motherfucker. You know, so maybe he is a hippie. Who gives a shit what the fucking path he chose? So here's here's my thing. We're going to go ahead and write the story of Mutt. <laughs> and we're going to have him fight and die on Hamburger Hill. Okay. All right. He's born. Hamburger Hill. We can't make that, that movie. They've already made that movie. They've already made that movie starring Dylan or Dermot Mulroney. No, Roderick's not. That's glory. Oh, that's so, glory. How did I get those wars wrong? Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know. But I don't. Know, maybe he got fragged. A lot of a lot of dickhead officers found a grenade rolled into their to their you know hooch during the evenings. Well. But, the, the the mutt plot point is it's kind of small but it's very overarching because indiana jones is just kind of this old bitter dude and he's yeah, like yeah yeah like that's yeah we, we meet him at that point we kind of like infer it's kind of inferred that like his marriage isn't doing too well and you know his uh his his son died and like he's become this i guess i guess that's where that's their way of evolving the characters making him just this very bitter old man um yeah that's that's a way of doing that i guess i don't know it was it, it it was a weird choice. It was a very weird choice. It was a very weird choice. Uh, any other questions you want to ask before we get to talking a little more about the movie? And uh, folks, ask your questions and stuff. Now, just let let's rock and roll. I want to try to guess these plot points. All right. So, you know, he's after the nineteen forty stuff. Which I would you guys, Dion and Nick, would you guys call the nineteen forty stuff the high point of the movie? Yeah. I would say yeah, that because too. that was. Yeah, because like for me, anyways, it felt like old old Indiana Jones, and it felt like a lot of fun, and you know, a lot of things were happening. It was it that felt like the third act, in all honesty. That felt like how the third act should be. Yeah, they blew they their load in, early in this film. Yeah, but they they put it in the beginning. That's that's why I felt. Dion, what, what 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 are your thoughts on that? I liked it a lot. I think I will say definitely say it was the high point. You know, they definitely this is if you were ever to put put uh the memberberries pin on it they were definitely leaning very heavily on the memberberries here 
you know, but but I enjoyed All it. All these it wasn't, do that, though. It was definitely something where it wasn't too heavy, but it definitely reminded me, like, hey, remember Nazis? It's Nazis. They're Nazis. He says Nazis a couple times, so it's the Nazis. They're the bad guys. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I get it. Nazis, let's move on. But, yeah, it was still the high point of the movie. The, since you brought up the Nazis, that was the worst part of this movie at the end when they're on the plane. And he's like, the guy goes, save me. She's like, yo, you're a Nazi. And then he tries to kill her. I'm like, what the fuck is that writing? Yeah, It was such a dumb scene. Yeah, that, yeah, we, we, we didn't need the dialogue. Just just let the guy go. We, we know yeah. what he... We, to be we fair, we understand. Much. You don't have to explain to us why you're going to kill him because, well... That's why we fought an entire war about yeah, it. He's wearing he's wearing the goddamn uniform and this is a visual medium. We know we know what it is, lady. Thank you. Yeah. We're aware. We're aware of what they were. <laughs> well, for the context, they're trying to go to a specific point in time. Fucking so crowds. A Nazi's like, yo, bitch, you're a Nazi, you know. So it's it's you know it's a context. Isn't that like wouldn't wouldn't that just be like explaining a hand like, job? To somebody that's <laughs> giving you one. So you just go up and down, right? That... Yeah. It's like, yeah, just keep doing that, going up and down. Yeah, that's called a hand job. Yeah, no, we fucking know. We know that that guy's a Nazi. He's wearing a fucking uniform. Yeah. Uh, they all have them, believe me. For as much as they're afraid to make the merchandise based on the Nazis from the old Indiana Jones movies, they throw everything, including the swastika, all over this film. You will not be confused that Indiana Jones fights the Nazis once again. Yeah, that's very true. It's just, oh. it's crazy. I guess they backtracked on the whole Soviet thing. I wonder why they did that. Because that one's somehow the worst Indiana Jones movie. No, I get that. But if we were going to keep going chronologically, you think that you know he would continue to fight against the next bad guy? I mean, James Bond fought against the fucking Soviets for fucking ever. Well, the problem is, Kendo, is that Hollywood is bankrupt of ideas, so they go back to what they what what they think is the iconic parts of these movies, and then they write a whole narrative around, we gotta get Indiana Jones fighting Nazis again, because that's what everybody wants. When in reality, Indiana Jones can fight anybody from any time period, yeah. you just gotta have a logical story. We all love Temple of Doom, not a Nazi in sight. Nope, all thuggy. Uh, yeah. Or other stuff. Or that's the fucking They took the children. <laughs> Kalima, I love that movie. Uh, it's the best one. I saw somebody post today that this new one is better than Temple of Doom, and I that person them. is a fucking yeah, moron. And if you ever see them, push them down a flight of stairs. Um, I can do that actually. Oh, Should so you I? know the person? Yeah, I unfriended him on Facebook. I was like, "You're too stupid to be my friend." Yeah, go ahead and shove <laughs> down a flight of stairs. There we go. There's a visual representation. If you think this movie is better than Temple of Doom, that should happen to you. Minus the fucking Stormtrooper outfit. Just You're not cool enough to dress stairs. up as a Stormtrooper. No, nah, just fucking fall down the stairs. Throw yourself down the stairs. Save us the effort. Save us the effort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Now, we get to 1969. Indiana Jones is, uh, like we already talked about, old and curmudgeonly. And... Helena just randomly shows up in his class one day on the day that they're talking about Archimedes. So, so who's this about bitch a... supposed to be? What'd you say? So who's this bitch supposed to be? She's his goddaughter. Okay, so I gotta guess whose kid she is. Salah. Take two drinks. <laughs> Salah's in this movie, Kendo, and he. What'd you guys think of Salah? Were you happy to see him, or did you think he'd actually fit the movie? He did, I but I just, I just, I just. Yeah, I just wish he would have like not listened to Indy like he always like like he always did and just helped anyways. 
Really? You know, like I wish you would have just shown up, you know, randomly, but alas, did not happen. I, I, I think it would have been a little too weird to see old man John Reese Davies go on this adventure. Like if Harrison, if Indiana Jones couldn't really well, do no. much, <laughs> I don't know what Sala could have done besides offer That's moral true. support. <laughs> but I feel like, but I feel like Sala still has connections. Like he still knows like the the foreign landscape, wherever they were gonna be. Like they could have gone that route. He could have just like you know helped them out and like known somebody or known who was in charge or something. There could have been something like that that would have happened that would have like made it work out. But that didn't happen. No. Uh huh. It didn't. Now, uh, we find out that she's looking for the dial. Indy just so happens to have the dial. Kenda, would you like to guess where the dial's been all these years? Oh, he's kept it in his coat pocket. Take two drinks. But, uh, <laughs> look, and he keeps it hidden at the school. All of a sudden, the CIA is after them. and um, Do they the tell you CIA... where he finds it at? Yeah, they show it to you. He keeps it in a lock. Uh, there's no, a, no, a, like, like, does he go into the hole? Yeah, so when I was on this mission and these fucking guys were chasing me, trying to get me to be in their goddamn basement movie, and I, I found the dial of destiny. <laughs> somebody had it underneath their doorstep. You picked up the rock. I thought there was the key, but the dial of destiny was there. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, No, uh, sadly, it's not as cool as stealing solo, folks. Uh, oh. Sorry about that. Well, why are we sorry? We made I made stealing solo, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, that's that's funny, old Harrison Ford. This is just old Harrison Ford who who still is in great shape. He's got that going for him. Um, Dion, how did you feel about Indiana Jones being framed for murder? Is the impetus for him to go on this adventure? I um, it was definitely a they were trying to invoke the Soviet thing without seriously invoking it. I think. My, the issue for for me, especially the, the the reason why I kind of voted kind of down, you're going to bring up the whole Soviet thing, but then not really explore it. So they kind of go to a point where it's like, hey, we're going to frame him for murder, but we're not going to say whether, hey, is there a resolution to that? Like, yo, Wait. yeah, he gets out of there. He's Indiana Jones. But they still gonna frame him for murder, bitch. Like, what so are we gonna do? They frame him for murder, like in his present timeline, like 1969 timeline. Yeah, correct. Who do they frame they him for murdering? Two of the teachers got shot by the CIA. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you oh. know, Dion, you you made a great point that I forgot. They don't resolve that. <laughs> he just wakes up at the end yeah. of the movie and everything's fixed. Right. Oh God! Don't I thought he was gonna say like he murdered some Soviets, and I was oh, like, can, is that oh, even possible? Can can you be? Guilty of murdering a Soviet? I mean, they don't even say the word Soviet in this movie. Better, Sandra, you know, dead than red. That well, was the and, last one. <laughs> well, and also the, the 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 main bad guy helped helped put the 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 astronauts on the moon as well. So you know, there you go. Well, I mean, to be fair, there was some real life bad guys that did help us put astronauts on the moon. Yep, we're not going to point any fingers for her, Von Braun. He has a. <laughs> was it like Doc Brown's family, the Von Brauns? Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, this was, you know, it's, it's 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 not like it's not like the government did this Operation Paperclip, you know, or anything like that. Yeah, no, there was, it, was we, you know, we took all these Nazis that were very smart and scientists and everything, and said, you know, we're gonna put these other guys on trial for war crimes. They're probably gonna get hanged. You know, that whole following orders defense that ain't gonna work. However, if y'all want to come with us, 
we got some nice jobs for you. Have you ever heard of New Mexico? <laughs> well, Alabama for this motherfucker. Uh, you know, he's guys. Like, yeah, the- there's a New Mexico. Yeah, they're good. They're good. <laughs> they put us on the moon. Well, well, that's the stuff I did oh like God. about this movie was how they tried to tie it in, or how they did tie it into history. Because Indiana Jones has always been, you know, about history and this and that. And like, like Dion, Dion likes this movie. Nick and I, I guess, are more towards in the same agreement. It's better than the fourth one, but it's not as good as the originals or like a great movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's yeah, it's okay, it's okay. Like, I don't know, <laughs> just that that fucking ending just just broke me. I was like, what the fuck is this? It's stupid. What are you doing? If you thought Aliens was dumb, folks, wait till you we talk about the ending of this one. It's dear. I, uh, once it happens and once the movie ended, I was like, this is it. We're this is all we're doing. Okay. Oh, okay. And then once 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 you said um there wasn't like a special ending, I was like, I'm just gonna fucking walk out. Yeah. I'm done. I, I walked out as soon as the Indiana Jones theme started to play. I was like, Alright, I'm done with this movie. Um Ooh, Nick, there's a really good book about Operation Paperclip on Amy on Amazon right now. Oh really? And they're not real expensive. I think I'm gonna buy that. Dude, send me send me the link for that, man. We'll do See that's an interesting time in this country's history, and I'm like, I like that this movie did try to, you know, comment on that and tie it in there. And the Voller character was kind of interesting, but it just feels very weird. Like I feel like they just wrote this movie to try to be topical. Everyone gets called a Nazi today, or this and that. I feel like they just tried to curtail a lot of this stuff to the current climate, and it it feels like that, at least to me anyway. I walked out of that movie going like. They didn't do stuff in service of the story. They did stuff did stuff to make this story serviceable in the modern era to appeal to like the social media crowd to at least talk about that. Maybe they can get behind it because that's this movie's biggest hurdle is appealing to a younger audience. Indiana Jones hasn't been relevant since 1989. And I know you're thinking, oh, that's crazy. But that fourth one kind of broke the franchise. It came and it went quickly. People liked the movie for a week, then they let it sink in and they didn't like it. And it became a joke. For 15 years, Indiana Jones has been a punchline. And I don't think this movie does anything to fix his legacy. It just, uh, it exists. I so, don't say all that, but what would you it's say? Definitely, it's, um, it's definitely uh, better than the fourth one, for sure. <laughs> well, that's like, Dion, would you rather eat a pile of shit or a pile of vomit? Either way, it doesn't belong in your body. There's a reason your body is. You know, I, I, I would definitely. <laughs> it's there! It's, it's not there. there. You know, How not, hungry is he? You I mean, know, it's not, it's not uh, Return of the Jedi or you know, Last of the Jedi. Whatever the fuck that was supposed to be. Oh, how how dare you compare this movie to Return of the Jedi, your favorite Star Wars movie? Return of the I'm Jedi. Is great. Oh, yeah, I'm very upset right now. No, it's not Return of the Jedi. Good, that'd be crazy. Now, after he runs off, he goes to uh, Tangier to this underground. Uh, auctioning, where they're auction, where they're going to auction off the Dial of Destiny, because that's all Helena Shaw wants is money. She's not worried about carrying her dad's legacy. That's fine. Her dad seemed like a crazy asshole. Did we establish who her dad was? You no. didn't. He's no. in the trailer. Um, he's a, he's essentially Indiana Jones's Marcus Brody. He goes on adventures with him. Basil. He, yep, Basil. <laughs> not Rathbone. So he. Uh, it's the guy from in, uh, Captain America. The guy that becomes Arnim Zola. That guy. He plays her dad. 
I guess he, I guess he needed another paycheck. They're like, yeah, we'll get you. We'll get you back in the movie. Come on, come on, buddy. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's a, he's an okay actor. I don't have. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anybody in this movie actually did a bad job acting. Even Poob, even though I don't like her character, it's not like she couldn't act. It was just like, all right, I don't like what she's doing. Oh, how do you feel about that, Nick? Yeah, I, f- I feel the same way. Uh, she was just kind of, you know, being herself and everything. And everything that she's in, she's just kind of like herself, which is, you know, kind of annoying. Um, but no, every yeah, everybody's acting was good. I was, I was sad about one one actor and one character, Antonio Banderas. So I was just kind of like, he... wait, Antonio Banderas is in this movie? <laughs> yeah, and he was damn yeah. good. He was good, but he was. <laughs> It was short lived, and I wish there was more history behind that 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 connection in the story, you know. But that didn't happen. Now this movie likes to tell you that oh, Indy's like I got a friend with a boat, and they make it out to be a big deal, and and then it's not a big deal. Like in the other ones, people just kind of come into the plot organically. They so, love to wait. Like, is Salah in the? Mo- you said he's in the movie, right? Yeah, Salah's in this movie multiple times. But he doesn't go on the adventures. No, he drives him to the airport. So he's a cabbie. No. Take a drink. Wasn't that a taxi cab he drove, Nick, to the airport? Was it? No, wait, that was the scene where the taxi cab got hit by the truck. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glug, glug. (laughs) Uh, Now, the scene in uh, Tangier is okay. I mean, you've seen it in the trailer, folks, about Indiana Jones going to the auction trying to tell people, like, uh, you know, get down, I need this, it belongs in the museum. He says that, like, five times. Does he say it like James Brown? Get down! If only he was that cool, man. Oh. So the big action scene that Nick liked was the tuk-tuk through the streets of Tangier. (laughs) Fuck you, Kendo, fuck you. I'm sorry, that's just a funny name for a fucking little third-world gozer. I mean, it's in, 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 in India, it's called the rickshaw, but, you know, whatever. I knew I an Indian guy named Rickshaw in college. So did Dion. <laughs> Seriously, that was his name. It's probably, probably, it's probably where he was conceived. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of like how, you know, a lot of English people got their names from their jobs, like Smith and Taylor and things like that. He got his job because his parents pulled around rickshaws. <laughs> hey. Mm. Like, you want to go cool. for a ride in a ricochet? Here we go. He used to drive us around his Mercedes. He was okay. <laughs> Moving on up yeah. to East Lansing, the good old days. So, uh, back on track with this movie, folks. Kendo, what do you think happens uh, after he gets to Morocco or uh, Tangier at the auction? Phoebe Waller Britt has already beat him to the scene, so she's there auctioning off the piece. What do you think happens? He uses his whip to knock it out of her hand, and then. You know, a weird that scene. You know, the scene like where there's always something on the ground and like they're trying to catch it. The people are kicking it. Happens. Eh, close enough. Not really. Uh, take one drink. All right. Now, uh, Indy basically, like I said, the tuck tuck scene ensues. They chase after the piece because here you find out Phoebe Waller Bridge's character has uh, scorned one of the biggest gangsters in Tangier, uh, his son, Job of the Hut. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, that guy. She scorned Jabba the Hutt's son, and now he's after her. And uh, there's a car chase. It's hard to, like, 
complain about the car chase because the action's legit in this movie. Like, the stuff that's not CGI action looks good. I mean, the opening chase scene that we all talked about liking in the beginning of the movie was just all CGI. That's all it was to show Indiana Jones on this train, and it shows. The green screen, it, it looks like a big video game. So if you're into that stuff, cool, more power to you. But at least the car chase looked like a lot of it was shot practically, and James Mangold does a decent job with action. I don't think... Uh, the reason I like this one more than I liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is like if you go back to the fourth movie and you look at the opening in the warehouse or the thing with the jungle cutter or anything outdoors, it looks so fake. Like they rectified that problem. Uh, Dion, what did you think about that? Uh, fucking loved it. <laughs> so I guess he's going to get another beer, but that kind of that's why I what I why I'm a little positive on the action scenes at least right there they were done practically they're in camera it's kind of exciting the same thing with the stuff on the boat that was fair I think it was mostly practical I'm sure the eels and stuff were CGI but with that lighting they all looked real so again that had a lot of um, I don't know, quality to it but outside of that really like uh, for a while it's just kind of a ho-hum middle of the movie the middle of the i guess second act is nothing amazing and then you get to the third act and it's they get to uh they're in italy and they have to go to these caves and that's where the the grave robbing not the grave robbing but you know every indiana jones movie kind of shows him going after one of the idols or some kind of artifact or something like that this is Billy the callback to that. Yeah, Billy Idol. Uh, they're after him. Awesome. Dude, if, if they came out with another Indiana Jones movie, he's like 100 years on, and his goal is to fucking meet Billy Idol, I'd watch that. I would be like, fuck, I'm sold. I would too. I would definitely watch that movie. I'd cry more and more and more for more Indiana <laughs> Jones movies. Um, no, but this is where the movie kind of just feels hollow for me. It's like, we're going through the beats, the steps, because we have to. Like in Last Crusade, when they get to the uh, the temple in the middle of the desert, and the Nazis are holding Indy's dad hostage after they shot him, and he's got to go through the stuff and bring back the peace and all of that stuff. That's what I felt with this, where it's like you had Voller and his crew after them to get the, the, the other half of the dial, and it just kind of felt like a rinse and repeat, I've already been here before with Indiana Jones. Hmm. Uh, now, Nick, st Nick stepped away for just a second, folks, to grab some water. Um, so, Kendo. Yeah. There are... There's one guy, I, I don't know if he's actually a German soldier or whatever, a Nazi sympathizer, but he, like... He's, like, this, like, sidekick, and he's so annoying. He's the guy with the mustache and the slicked back hair in all the commercials. Um, I wanted that guy to get eaten by a shark or shot through the chest or something violent... I was just so disappointed with the way the villains went out. Like, they weren't very... Like, Mads Mikkelsen wasn't very threatening. He wasn't very uh, scary. He was just kind of pleasant in some scenes. And Like, he was scarier as Le Chiffre in Casino Royale than he was in this movie. Mm. So, it always works better when your villain goes... Or your hero goes against a villain that's threatening and intimidating and scary. Right. In this one, he just goes up against a guy who used to work for, the, for Operation Paperclip. Hmm. Well, that's kind of a bummer. You would think that there would be a little bit more, uh, you know, whatever. Fucking stupid movie. Well, this movie does have the good sense to not make Indiana Jones fight against the giant henchman. Like, if well, that would make a lot of sense considering he's eighty fucking years old. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, 
when you when you take into context how the character should interact at this age like we all want to see indiana jones at his peak doing all this cool shit but at the same time making him an 80 year old version of himself there's only so much you can do so they they at least had that positive he should have just ran for president you think he would have won on the uh i mean he liked ike so how do you think he would have landed in the 60s Hmm. See, Indiana Jones. So if he liked Ike, well, he'd had to run. Well, it depends. I mean, like, if he liked Ike, he possibly was a Republican. So then he'd have been on the Republican ticket. He would have went up against John F. Kennedy in 1960 and the shenanigans that ensued with the ballot boxes in Chicago. So he probably wouldn't have got elected. And then LBJ got reelected on the, you know, John F. Kennedy was my friend and we watched his head get fucking blown off ticket. So it's sad that Indiana Jones would have never been president, folks. Uh, no, he would, his best chance would have been 68 when he would have had to run up against LBJ and he would have had to fight Nixon for it. And Nixon was well into playing some dirty pool, as we would learn from history, including causing there to be a non-conference for a possible ceasefire and end to the war in Vietnam to help him win election. That was a very treasonous thing that he fucking did. Not many people know about that one, though. I hope he's burning in hell. Are you glad he's dead? I'm glad he's dead. Well, I just don't I, have a joy buzzer to shake his hand because he died when I was 10. Oh, he died in 95? Four? Okay. I, I, I don't know when you were 10 years old. I apologize. Matt G is correct. LBJ didn't run in 68. He did not seek the nomination and would not accept it. That's more of a Jimmy Carter voice. Um, but yeah, no, it was a. Uh, was it Hubert Humphrey? Humphrey? Was it Humphrey? I think it was Humphrey. We'll go with I'll Hubert Humphrey. I'll defer to you on that. I think he's the one that ran against Dick Nixon. Dick being the operable word here. Yeah, that tricky dick. Mm. So, to finish out the story, once they get to Italy and they get the dial of destiny, I kind of want to wait for Nick to come back for a second. But what do you think happens once they get the dial of destiny? Say that one more time. I was what do you think happens once me. they get the Dial of Destiny? By we, why they? You mean Indiana Jones and his crew, or Indiana Jones and Phoebe Waller's bitch? Well, they're on the same side. I guess I missed. I should have told you that the Nazis get the uh, Dial of Destiny and then they kidnap Indiana Jones. Okay, so what do they do? So this is 1944, right? No, 68. Wait, so there's Nazis in 1968? Or 69, excuse me. Yeah, the whole point is the guy that ran Operation Paperclip has some crew of mercenaries. Oh, and so these Nazis, so they want to go back in time and try to fix the war. Yes. They're going to go back in time and say, Mein Fuhrer, I know you want to be left asleep and you don't want to be waking under any circumstances, but Rommel was right, and here's where they're coming. You might want to stop them. Well, they want to kill him. They want to kill Wait. Hitler because... The line of the movie is Hitler lit a fire that should have burned for a thousand years, but he was a fool. So, well, that's, that's extremely true and a bit of a fucking maniac. Pitt being, you know, the operative not really good word there. He was a total fucking maniac. So, wait, so they want to go back in time and help Operation Valkyrie succeed? Well, they don't talk about Operation Valkyrie. They just want to basically go back uh, to a certain point in time in 1939 and then kill Hitler before he invades Poland. That mm, that would have been a good move 
although the Poland invasion was successful, the only problem is it brought the Soviets in and they had to sign their, if anything, they should have iced him before they launched Operation Barbarossa because that was like the height of their Reich because by then, because if they get him before Poland, Britain still has some power, France still has some power, but if they get him right before Barbarossa and they don't invade the Soviet Union, he's got all of Western Europe save Spain and the Swiss, the Switzerland who are just a bunch of fucking pansy-ass puppets that were just hiding all their shit. Um and Britain's just pinned to its island. France is out of the fucking war. He's got most of Europe. He's got to cover up Mussolini trying to invade Africa and losing because Mussolini is a fucking nimrod. Um, yeah, that's when they should have iced him, before Bar- Barbarossa. Well said. Uh, you know your history better than I do. So, yeah, what do you think happens when this modern or then contemporary Nazi team captures the dial of destiny would anyone in the chat like to guess if anyone can guess that hasn't seen the movie uh you'll get a shout out say that one more time what do you think the nazis do once they get the dial of destiny like what's their plan with it uh go back in time and help germany win the war or at least not get involved in the war or escalate it well what yes that's the i guess i misspoke what i meant to say is they fucking steal an airplane and they're going to fly through a fissure in time in the sky to go back to 39 to stop hitler but alas they indiana jones being the nerdy as he goes he didn't account for continental drift he starts screaming about that on this airplane (laughs) and they roll up and instead of going to 1939 they show up to like 2000 years in the past during the battle of uh hang on what bottom is that they tell you in the movie and i forgot all right so it's something to do with Ar- archimedes yeah they go back to this war that archimedes is there for so they didn't account for continental drift and that was the big problem with their time travel scenario yes kendo the, yes that was a big problem it had nothing to do with the fact that yes continental drift does happen but it doesn't happen at that fucking great of a thing to where the, the, the distance between the continents or where they're located at from 1969 to 1939 is a big fucking difference but they didn't account for the fact that the planet wouldn't be in the exact same spot that it would have been in 30 years ago that's the one big thing with time travels that as we we're constantly moving around so is the solar system or anything like that so if you go back in the past 10 years you're going to be kind of off a little bit um and end up landing in space someplace that's that's the thing right there not continental drift and god damn it so they end up 2,000 years in the past hanging out with Archimedes, the creator of the fucking butt dial of destiny himself. Yes. Uh, Nick, what did you think of Archimedes and crew thinking, oh my God, it's a dragon, it's a dragon. Here's a fucking airplane. I, I, was, I was okay. I was okay with that because I mean, like that's, you know, like they're, they're, they're. Hold up. Yeah. I got a serious question here. Okay. So if they didn't account for continental drift, <laughs> that somehow caused them to end up 2,000 years too, too late. Um. They're got to come back to the present or at least into the future at some point, right? Did they account for continental drift then? Buddy, they don't even address how they come back. Ah, there it is. Yeah, they... they... This least, is where the movie falls apart. At least an army of darkness, he wakes up too late because he takes too much of the potion or says the words wrong. And, you know, Bruce Campbell wakes up after the apocalypse and he's like, I slept too long. Not the best ending. The best ending is the Yoshi bitch ending. But, you know, here it is. 
continental drift. That's what's yeah. going to throw you off by 2,000 years, <laughs> continental drift. Well, you come to find out, Kendo, that the Dial of Destiny was never a time travel device for that. It was a, a, a device to bring you back to Archimedes so they could win the war. Uh, well, if you knew that going into it, that would really help you. Because you could say, look, Archie boy, he's waiting on us. We need to show up with a fucking at least two apache gunships um it's <laughs> in 60s a couple brownings uh have we invented the m43 243 saw yet no 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 it's 1992 okay so uh let's get some m16s on here actually no you could just go back with the two apache gunships what are they gonna do try to shoot you down with bows and arrows well, they do. Um. <laughs> That's what they do. They fly through the fucking military-grade plane with those guns that you're talking about, and they start shooting these Roman soldiers from the sky, but they shoot fucking a couple of spears at the airplane, and it's enough to take the airplane down. They, they Not perfectly on any the... fucking planet would that work. Unless you were standing there and you had a really good solid steel or fucking tungsten alloy or some kind of really good hard metal sphere and you stuck it into the fucking the jet fan no this then is... you could cause problems because then you could fuck up the jet engine itself but that's if it's not running to where it could suck you into it or you just fucking go kamikaze style with your fucking really super strong metal sphere that would not have existed in that time period because i believe they were still running around bronze well, whatever yeah. they had, they had a catapult strong enough to breach the hull of this airplane, and they were talented enough to shoot That's this possible. airplane out of the sky and do all this crap. That this is yeah, this Doctor Confidence is right. This sounds incredibly dumb. Like everything up until they go back in time is okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's as nice as I can be. And goddamn it. Nick, what did you think of when they went back in time and Indiana Jones met Archimedes and all that crap? I thought that was the dumbest. Listen, part I of was like, listen, I was down for his plan. I was entirely down for his plan because he, like, and, and and one one thing I didn't understand is like, oh, I've always, one thing he says is like, oh, I've, I've always studied this, studied this before, and I've always talked about it. This and the other I was like, no, no, you haven't. I mean, I I, I under, like if if you would have been like you know, oh, I, if if you would have been like, oh, I've always been an archaeologist and like I've always I've always. You know, theorized about the past and things like that, but I've never lived yeah. it. If you would have said something like that, I would have been like, okay, that makes more sense. That's fine. But him, 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 you know, going, doting on and on about Archimedes in this war was like, no, you really haven't, like, talked about it except in this movie only. You know? Yeah. That was a bit weird, but I mean, him, him knowing the language was fine. Uh, him talking to Archimedes was really cool. And then once he realized what the, um, what the dial actually did, you know, he was fine. But like, I was down for it. I was down to this plan. Like, just fucking leave him there, man. Just you know, let him, let him live out his fucking life. You know, back then it would have been great. Uh, Kendo, would you like to guess how they fix the time travel issue and go back to the future? Well, first they allot for continental drift because that's a thing that affects time travel greatly, apparently. <laughs> um, but you got an idea? He could probably write a fucking better movie. Um. How do they fix the time travel issue? Uh, let's see. They they let the they let it sit out in the sun, and and it and it, it's solar powered, and it fixes the the time device. All right, you need to take two. Hold on, baby OJ. What was that? <laughs> yeah. Get that kid some milk because you're both wrong, buddy. Uh, that's, two, that's two shots for uh, two shots of milk for the baby. 
Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge punches him in the fucking face and it fades to black and they never address it. He just wakes up back in the 60s. What a terrible fucking plot device. Yeah. yeah, like they, cause he, like I thought, I thought like the day had restarted or something, or like it was back to the beginning. No, he's just in his fucking apartment. With, with Waller so Bridge. let me get this right: they're two thousand years too late in the past because of continental drift, or okay. the fact that this thing only takes you back to Archimedes, and. In order to get back into the present, they're trying to. Yeah, hang on. In order to get back into the present, they she she just fucking clocks him in the face and knocks him out, and suddenly we're magically back. That are yep. you telling me that's what happens? 100%. Yes, one hundred percent. Christ, I, I I never mind. I'm done here. <laughs> and then uh, there's really not much else to tell. He wakes up. He gets on the uh, off the couch. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is like, how are you feeling? He's like, ah, blah, blah, blah. Marion comes in with some groceries. I feel like I've been punched in the face by some bitch. That's pretty much what he says. He's like, my jaw's been better. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he and Marion are going to get back together, and it fades to black. Yeah, and, like, and like all, like, out of, and also one thing, I, I once again, like, Salah comes into, into his apartment out of nowhere. Salah, the Arabian cabbie. <laughs> yeah, he, he comes, no, no, he comes to his apartment with his two kids. And then, and then, like you know, Marion and and uh, and and India are talking, and then he's like, "Oh, let's go get ice cream." Like, why did you come here? <laughs> why are you all of a sudden showing up? It was so it was weird, weird, dude. It's yeah. like, it's like the end of um, a Nightmare on Elm Street, except that movie's better. When all the kids just show up, like, "Oh, we're gonna go back to school and do this and that," and I'm like waiting for some bad twist ending to happen. It just ends. Like, yeah, there's nothing yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just. It just ends, and I was like, "What?" what? Uh, now, to everyone in the cha- oh, go ahead. I was I was so disappointed when that happened. I was like, "Cause like I legitimately thought because they had the same scene when they started the sequence of him and being being in you know in '68 that they did at the, at the ending of the movie." And I was like, "Oh, okay, he's just we're restarting the day, and we're gonna do like a, a Groundhog Day thing." Okay, gotcha. No, not even no, not even that, not even that. That would have been much better had it just been a Groundhog Day scenario. Yeah, I would have been fine with that because then he would have been like, "I know, I, I know what we have to do," and then like you know, just end that way and like maybe corrects the timeline or figures out some shit. I don't know, <laughs> something. Now, for everyone out there that's like, "How is this better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull?" Fuck that movie. Go back and rewatch it. It's a terrible movie. For, and visually, that's the thing that everybody wants to. Oh, it had Spielberg and Lucas. Visually, it's a shit movie. The fucking action scenes look terrible in that. That movie has way too much CGI in it. Every shot looks artificial. The story's stupid. I don't even need to bring up the nuclear blast with the air, the uh, refrigerator. That movie just sucks on its own. Uh, what's his name is a fucking double agent a triple agent that's stupid the aliens are dumb all of this shit the villains are stupid uh at least mads mickelson's character had achieved something she's not just some stupid russian that chews up the scenery because george lucas was a kid in the 1950s so he wanted to tell a story from when he was a teenager that movie shit i tried to rewatch it we did a drunk commentary and it was on tv and i sat through a few minutes of it that's the worst indiana jones movie and i ain't backing down uh, don't watch this movie would be my review. If I gave this movie, I'd give it a fucking four, maybe. The other one's a three. So it's not like I'm giving this high marks. Don't mistake that. But that movie, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, is so dumb. Shia LaBeouf is so annoying. Bad. At least, like, the little kid in this one, Teddy, is not that annoying. He's fine. He's no. just there. No, and, and he's and he's somewhat useful, so it's fine. You know, it's okay. 
Um, yeah, they don't just bring like, oh, here's another thing that makes Crystal Skull worse. John Hurt's character is fucking retarded, literally, in that movie. Oh, my eyes have been, I've seen the skull, I've touched the skull. No character is that fucking do- dumb in this movie. For as dumb as like, Fe- as annoying as Phoebe Waller-Bridge can be, she's she's like a competent human being. They don't just got some guy that's just fucking burnt out that they're bringing around to hold a skull and all this other crap. Like, and there's no, like... The, the 50 subtext of Indy being a commie and all that shit was way dumber than the CIA having worked with the Nazis. Like, there's there's some multiple reasons right there. Like, I will never, ever acquiesce and tell you that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is better. It's been 15 years of bullshit. South Park did the episode where they raped Indiana Jones. He got raped in that one. This one, they at least Pinball put a condom on and then right, rep, went right back in. Yeah, um, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't. I mean, I would. I would give this one probably like a five or a five point five. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go four, but it's. It's still. It's still low. It's still low. Yeah, it's. It was. It was a little too long. Uh, there are too many lulls. There's not like a grandiose third third act like there have been in the past. The, the first three movies, and it just you know. Yeah. So, okay. So she punches him in the face. They magically show back up. Do they show, magically show back up in 1969? Yep, in his apartment, he just wakes up on the couch. Yeah, and is that the end of the movie? Yep, yep. There's no other scene. Like Solid comes in with his grandkids, and Solid Teddy, the grandkids, and Phoebe Waller Bridge, Poob Jones, they go off to get ice cream, and then Indiana Jones pulls his hat off the, uh, the line, the laundry line, and it just ends. So there's no scene of Phoebe Waller's bitch putting the hat on and taking the whip and assuming the mantle. Never. No. Thank fuck. She yeah, does but do the, all the best action scenes though. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean that like they won't they won't try to do that or try to make a show about it or another movie. That would be it. a terrible idea. No, that's not gonna happen. Like, okay, no, okay, I take that back. That's gonna happen, but it shouldn't <laughs> happen because that is a terrible idea. Nobody's gonna fucking watch that movie. I agree. It's kinda like kinda like the national the national treasure show that, that that lasted like one or two seasons and then just like Yeah, ended. no, sorry. I don't want to watch fucking 23 year old tiktokers running around chasing history i want i want nicholas cage to do it with diane kruger (laughs) diane kruger yeah very much so um but yeah like yeah when when it got to the ending and that happened i was kind of like i was a fucking terrible way to end the movie i was i was awestruck i really was i was like the fuck is this that is such a broke dick ending to a movie that's almost as bad as some fucking douchebag walking up and burying lightsabers and going, my name's Mary Skywalker. I forgot she buried the lightsabers. I just thought some old lady asked her what her name was. Yes, she took the lightsabers, Luke's, that shouldn't have existed because it got cut off and fell down through the bottom of the cloud city. Anyway, um, she took that. Wait, no, that was Anakin's lightsaber. Luke's, what did Luke do with his lightsaber? He chucked it, didn't he? At the end of... Yeah, it's a story for another time. <laughs> Whatever. So... Anyway, lots of bad plot devices here. But yeah, she takes him back to like his home on Tatooine that he fucking hated and couldn't get away from and buries it with Leia's, who apparently had one, who'd never even fucking been there. She'd probably been to Tatooine maybe, but she was never out at the fucking Lars ranch. Um, well, she was on Tatooine just for Jabba the Hutt's that, you know, to rescue Han Solo, but they left immediately. Why would yeah. they go back? Like, Luke didn't take up residency on Tatooine, did he? Yeah, he didn't, like, show up. Like, <laughs> so now we're brother and sister. Let me tell you, let me take you where I grew up, and we'll hang out, and I'll talk about 
Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru, who you don't know because they were fucking killed and burned to death a long time ago. Oh, by the way, did you know our grandmother got kidnapped by those sand people? No, not those ones that blew up the fucking towers. The other ones. And Nick's we'll, favorite we'll, <laughs> Yes. And, and did you know our dad killed a shitload of them? Yeah, he loved it. Even the women and the children. Um, you want to go hang out? Maybe get some blue milk? No? That's cool because, you know, there's some Jawas coming by and there's some there's some shady fuckers, you know. We can get some Shylocks. droids. Get some spice. And then Luke gets canceled for anti-Semitism. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god, yeah, dude, it was just um. Jesus, what a terrible fucking ending! It is. I'm so ending. glad. I'm so glad I did not say, "Look, I will be able to make this movie. I will drive down there." Yeah, sure. I'll show up towards the end of the podcast because. I would probably be walking through the door now, maybe at a push if I had went and seen the movie. I'm so glad. My buddy A.A. Ron's like, dude, you back town. We can go see Indiana Jones. I'm like thinking, no, I don't want to go see Indiana Jones. I would rather go watch Oppenheimer or me and the wife are going to go see uh, the new Mission Impossible movie because it comes out on the 10th. So we'll be in town for that. We're going to go see the movie together because she loves those movies now. She oh, didn't dude, use yeah. She was Mission all Impossible. against them. She's like, oh, I want to watch action movies. Let's watch Mission Impossible. Oh, those are old action movies, but they're good. That doesn't <laughs> matter. I showed you Cobra the other night. That's an old Oh, my God, good. Cobra. But she's got a rule. If it's like an action star like Schwarzenegger or Stallone, her uncle used to watch those movies, and she watched it with him. So those are okay. Those are okay old action movies. But Enter the Dragon is not an okay old action movie because it's old. Uh, I'm like, but it's Bruce Lee. I know, I know. Folks, we have 350 watching. Can 350 quick get 350 thumbs up, please? Yes, one thumbs up for every fucking woman and children sand people that Anna can cut down in their prime. <laughs> Hashtag justice for Shmi. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie was, uh, yeah. Nick, what, what would you say had a fucking be- ending? What, I can't get over it. I'm ending. sorry. That's just ruining my no, I don't. No, I don't blame you either. I really don't. Because, because well, we, we lived it. You, you had to hear about it. And the fact that you're just like having this reaction tells you everything. Let's talk about the endings of Indiana Jones movies, shall we? Sure. The ending of Raiders of the Lost Ark. How does it end, Jeff? Uh, the ending ending is he gets back to Washington, D.C. It turns out the Ark has been taken by the government. And uh, Indy's pissed off. And you find yeah. out that the Ark is going to be taken to Area 51, essentially top men but see it's kind of an iconic ending though right it's an iconic ending how does Indy? how does temple of doom end nick oh man they just you know they 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 get the stone back to the uh, village and the people love them and it's a whole little parade for all the stuff and it's just like above just a zoom out shot of everything that's it yes very how does the last crusade end they ride off into the fucking sunset together and that's where it should have ended and that yeah. is iconic as well. I couldn't tell you how Kingdom of the Crystal Skull ended. I don't fucking remember. I was not paying attention to that movie because I was zoned out about 30 minutes into it. And part of it had to do with Shia LaBeouf. And everybody knows here, I unironically actually do enjoy Shia LaBeouf because the dude gets into his shit. But that's not the point. That well, movie, I couldn't tell you how it ended. I don't remember I'll- what the ending's like. I remember there's like some weird flying saucer and fucking aliens and shit. But that's about it. Well, Kendo, it actually ends with the marriage of Indy and Marion. They go to the church. That's right. They kiss uh, that stupid teacher, Jim Broadbent's characters there. Like, all all that crap happens. And then Shia LaBeouf goes to pick up the hat. And not not yet, Junior. And that's how that one ends. 
Like Wait. that one has a crappier ending than this. Uh, th- this one has a crappier <laughs> ending than that one. Excuse me. Like yeah, that's true. Punch to the face. Wake up in the present. Uh, it definitely was. <laughs> like there had to be reshoots for this movie. There's a reason why it cost 295 million dollars before any marketing or anything that could be taken into account. Like for real, folks. This is an expensive movie that doesn't really look like it should cost that much money, and it's it needs almost a billion dollars to break even. There's no way this is gonna happen. Even well, at if least some Dion people liked it. I'm glad Dion liked it. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, the majority of the channel does not like it. At the end of the day, <laughs> I, is I, I is don't... is Mutt's name at least on the wall? A picture of him is. No, I meant like the Vietnam veterans wall. You know, we don't know. Did, we don't know. Did that exist in 1969? Uh, no, it came out in '82. But if you die, I don't now, think Indiana Jones is going to make it to 1982. Yeah, I don't well, think so. <laughs> but still, we should. We got to get the butt dial of destiny. We need to make sure his name is on the wall. If he died now. I, I want to see to it that Shia LaBeouf's character has done some justice here. <laughs> What's well, the second war movie he was? Did he die in the tank movie? Yes, he did die in fury. Well, they all died in fury. Now, have you guys heard about the alternate ending for this movie? Where apparently it's probably a better ending. No, 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 no. Oh dear God! Please tell me. Please tell me. Based on what I've heard, the other ending is where the time travel stuff happens, and then it resets the timeline where she goes on all the old Indiana Jones adventures. Like she goes to the temple in the first one. She goes on the Last Crusade and all this other shit. Like that's one of the ones I had read about it. Oh God, no, 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 no! Because then, never mind. Then... I prefer the ending where Indiana Jones gets punched in the face and just wakes up back in 1969. Everything's hunky dory. No, because I think I think they knew if 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 they if they did that, and she went on the adventures instead of him, people would freak the fuck out, and it wouldn't, it it it, it would it would be an immediate drop off immediately as soon as somebody you know bro, you know broke broke about it as soon as there was a review done about it, so. Yeah. What if the ending was this? Andy wakes up after getting punched in the face. Phoebe Walrus bitch goes and plays with her fucking butt dial of destiny. Accidentally sends herself to a galaxy far, far away a long time ago and becomes a droid. And then she fights for droid rights. But she also fucks Lando Calrissian. (laughs) Why couldn't uh, the Millennium Falcon have blown up in The Last Jedi? Honestly, that that would have been the perfect ending. Lando's story arc becomes complete because he's no longer a scoundrel. Who gives a shit about me and Nub? But they got to take down this de- the Death Star. The fucking Falcons leading the attack. Shit goes sideways. You know, fucking Kamikaze it right into there. Lando makes the ultimate sacrifice. He gets to make the character arc that Yeah Boyega didn't get to because a Vietnamese woman crashed into him with a car. <laughs> I love how much of a stereotype that movie is, and people don't even realize. It. Yeah, I know it, it is. So bad. It is. It's fucking terrible. And this is Disney. Like they Disney. railed on her because of her looks. No, we railed on her because they made her look frumpy and put her in a potato sack. She's actually. Yeah, I don't even think we ever woman. even railed on her. We just were like, she wears a potato sack and she cries. She's a, a beautiful lot. woman. Why would you put her in a potato sack? Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah and and, and, and they tried. They tried to rectify that in the third movie, but she was there for ten seconds. So. Rectified. <laughs> If only Phoebe Walrus uh, Bridge would have been in this movie for 10 seconds, then it would have been a much better movie. But, Nick, like, what could they have done with Indiana Jones at this point? He just, they've made him just such an, like, 
He's not Luke Skywalker bitter. Well, okay. But he's if, not they, excited. if they had, if the, the first part with the forties, if they had made the entire movie out of that, I would have been fine. Honestly, I would yeah. have for, I would have foregone the CG. I would have been like, all right, it's kind of shit here and there. It's fine, but this is the best they've done. If they would have done the whole World War II thing there and made it about him <clears throat> extracting some like ridiculously, you know, like some religious artifact, like the spike, like the the Roman spike or whatever, like that, and then had like some magical powers What's or whatever, more like dangerous. The Roman spike or the Samoan spike? <laughs> well, the Samoan spike has taken down many a man like Shawn Michaels and John Cena. But it's the true. Roman spike took down a fucking airplane. So I don't think Umaga's thumb could have taken down an airplane. But I'm willing to find out. The Romans yeah. were pretty fucking badass until the fucking Goths. Not the fucking douchebag kids you see running around, but the actual ones sacked the shit out of theirs. But then again, Rome got sacked a bunch of times. They got sacked more than uh, Houston Texans quarterback. That from, 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 what I hear, from what I hear about the Romans, there was a lot of sacking, sacking going on. So, you know. That's true. Yeah, I saw Caligula. <laughs> yeah, they were, they, were, they were a wild bunch. Um, yeah, if, if they would have made a movie about that and just made a CG Harrison Ford, you know, for the the entirety of the time him you know even yeah if, if and it would just been him like you know trying to find some some artifact that the, the nazis were were trying to leave leave europe with and hide away or give to the fuhrer or whatever the heck the the, the plot would have been i would have been more and i would have been better and happier with that than this like roundabout thing we got where there were like this the first 15 minutes is just like him euthanized in the 40s then there's another like uh backstory uh, another flashback that he you know he has this guy um and just i don't know a bunch of other things that was well i was just like god he could have done better and then you get like the i, I mean you know the cia in the 60s was actually a thing it's really terrifying go look it up um and and and, and all that stuff and then you know you have uh opera paper clip as well with him being you know um, a Nazi and also a, a rocket scientist. It was weird and just, you know, it just kind of there, I, I, as you said, Jeff, for like modern day stuff. <clears throat> but now, it just, I don't know. It, it, it felt like it, it felt like it was, it felt like it was all over the place with no real like hard, hard guidance about where they were going. You know, like they were, they were trying to cover a lot of bases and not really go there wasn't really this acceleration like there were with the other movies where there was like these steps to get to these things like you found this piece and you found this then you had to go somewhere and find the other piece of this ancient artifact and you found out oh that's a fucking weapon and you know kill the bad guys and you as the good guys are, are still there like well that's because you didn't look <laughs> close your eyes don't look don't look at it i have a question yeah now would this movie have been better instead of the dial of destiny it was the dial of density yeah, <laughs> my density has bought me to you. Was, I yeah. love that. Was, and instead of pretty... instead of Phoebe Waller's bridge or whatever the fuck we call her these days, Poop. it was George McFly, and the quest was to try to get, you know, Lorraine Baines to take him, go to prom with him. The the fish under the sea dance. I would have watched that movie. It's the under the sea dance, but okay. Yeah, um, that's the point. <laughs> Who had the brittle in this house? Was a boy. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I hate about modern movies. Every modern time travel movie has to try to take a shit on Back to the Future because it's like everyone knows that Back to the Future is the best time travel movie ever. They don't fuck it up. What do you mean? Even when they do go back and they create a potential paradox situation, they fix it. Because they found a way to simplify it. Nowadays, everyone, these writers, I'm working on this video still, writers don't write movies for general audiences. They write movies for other writers or to try to get their next job. So they try to be more complex and more, they're all trying to be like J.J. Abrams' stupid ass, and flat out, they ruined it. 
They, yeah. that's all of these movies that try to just, oh, we got to go this way and go that way. Look, we're not time traveling. I understand it's a movie that, oh, we're supposed to be more accurate. Time's more like a wave or this. I don't, I don't care. It's a fucking movie. I don't believe that a car can time travel. I don't believe that this Dial of Destiny is going to open up a fissure in the sky. And any of this shit. But at least Back to the Future could tell a great narrative and find a basic way to convey time travel and fix it. The Flash fucking was terrible with the way they did time travel. That movie was just bad across the board. That being said, like this one and Avengers Endgame, all they try to do is find ways to like, oh, not like Back to the Future. They don't talk about Back to the Future in this movie because it would be an anachronism. But either way, it's like everything is just trying to like, all of a sudden, it's like Back to the Future is this untouched movie that the Bobs won't let anybody remake. So Hollywood, mainly Disney movies, try to shit on it because they're like, well, we can't do anything with it. Fuck. But it's one of the only time travel movies that actually makes sense. Like they 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 get the rules right. Like South Park in that episode about goobacks, like they talk about. It. They're like, is it Back to the Future rules? Is it Time Cop rules? And then there's something else, and they're like, such such time travel rules where it makes no sense. Like, can you go back but you can't go forward? Can you go forward but you can't go back? Can you go back but you can also go forward? But there's consequences to your action. Like when Marty left the fucking almanac and old Biff took it back and gave it to young Biff, and young Biff became rich and powerful and married to your mother. <laughs> See, at least they fixed it. They said, look, we can go back in time and we can go forward in time, but we can also fuck time up and we could skew off into this alternate 1985. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's bars on these windows. It's it's really funny how those three movies like did time travel correctly, except for obviously the, 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 the space stuff and Earth moving and things like that. That's, you know. Yeah, let's not get into the quantum mechanics of the fact that, you know. You can't go back in time and be in the exact same spot you were previously unless it's like within seconds because of the fact that the Earth is moving through space. That's not the point. Now, what about wormholes? Because Back to the Future, the part that people don't talk about is that little white thing that's on the top of the doors is a wormhole emitter. That's what it travels through. The DeLorean doesn't just like go really fast around the sun. It goes now, I was told that it just had to go 88 miles per hour and you'd see some serious shit. That is true. But reading any of the books on the car itself, it shoots a wormhole. That's what you're actually seeing it go through. So I don't know the physics of well, maybe the quantum mechanics of wormholes. Von Braun's that could do that type but, of thing. But but see but see with with and once again I have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. I would always think like with a wormhole, there's like an entrance and an exit. So like does it yeah. open up real quick and then close real quick and then that's it? Maybe it's got some kind of homing device and it can find the planet where it's supposed to be at that time in 1955 in the universe Possibly. well in the solar system as it you know rotates around the center of the galaxy because everything's revolving around something else nick that's true we revolve around the sun the sun revolves around the center of the solar system the solar system revolves around the center of the galaxy the center of the galaxy revolves around whatever the fuck it revolves around and space is constantly expanding until it contracts and, you know, we have to do all this shit over again. That's a good theory. I like that theory, though. The, the Big Bang and the Giant Crunch. I like that one. It would explain yeah. Deja Vu. It would, wouldn't it? Crunch? It really would. It really would. It really would explain Deja Vu. Yeah. Um, Folks, if you just tuned in because you wanted to hear about Indiana Jones, <laughs> what are we up to, five now? Look, the movie probably sucked. I didn't watch it, but it sounds kind of It's not dumb. good. I don't know how I'm people really... in the chat can confuse that Nick and I like this movie. I don't think no, a Nick, 4 Nick out of 10 and a 5 out of 10 are good scores. I'm There's... sorry. A 30 per, or 40% and a 50%, that's failing where I went to school. This movie fails. Just because I hate Kingdom of the Crystal Skull more, 
I, you know, people are expecting worst movie ever made. This movie does suck. No, but, but the fourth it, one's worse. Yeah, no, no, but I, I, I do agree with you about the, about the villain thing as well. Like those villains were were fucking villains. Like Molram was a fucking villain. Yeah, you call know? him off. Check today. <laughs> Tore that dude's heart out. No shit. Yeah, like he was. He was like a very larger than life villain. Like he was, he had the body paint. He had the, he had the, the chanting, the whole fucking thing, man. That was, that's what it was. Dude. Um, I sent these guys a picture. I was driving home for spring break. There was a fucking trucker that was driving with a giant fucking bowler on picture on the back of his truck. I steered clear of that guy. I'm like, I don't know where he's going. I don't know where he's been. I don't want to fucking find out. I just want to get down the highway and I want to stay in through carry. All I want. Yeah. Yeah. The Go villains, home. the villains here were, like I said, uh, somehow the Russian ones were just like, I don't think they were ever intimidating. Like these ones, what they did though, like, you know, in a movie, the villain will threaten to shoot somebody and there'll be some tension. They just fucking lit up Antonio Banderas. The second uh, Indiana Jones wouldn't do something, they shot him in the knee and then he hesitates for another second. They just fucking shot him on the boat and killed him and left him to die. Like there were some yeah, decent like parts where you're like, ooh, that was cold. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, Antonio Banderas, like, come on, man. You can't do this to this guy. Come on. Yeah. Did you see him in The Expendables? He was so quirky and fun. He was quirky and fun. I do I, I, was, do, I do like him. That's the he best He actually seems like a legitimate cool guy to hang out with. I mean, he's Zorro, dude, and Zorro well, was the right. fucking man. He fucked Selma Hayek in that other movie about Desperado. <laughs> and then he had <laughs> uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones in Zorro. Yeah. He's pounding some hotties. Well, in the film sense, I don't know what the hell is going he on was, in their trailers. I mean, he was with Melanie Griffith in real life, so I mean, that's also true. I don't. I mean, I, no. I was gonna say I don't know. How I pulled. I know how he fucking pulled that. Off. <laughs> he's like, I'm Antonio Banderas, and she's like, "Fuck, here goes my pants. They're already wet." <laughs> I mean, shit. I would even consider Antonio Banderas, and I'm the straightest person you're gonna find. <laughs> It's so cool. So, so so we know we know who Kendo's gave gave celebrity fantasy is. Gotcha. He's just so handsome and so fucking cool. (laughs) Maybe you go on, go on, go scuba diving together like they did in this movie, Nick. No, what I would do is I'd be like, look, let's go to the bar. You go hit on chicks, and I'll pick up the fucking leavings. (laughs) Well, well, here's the thing: it's Antonio Banderas. Will there be leavings? Mm, that's a really good question. I'm going to go with the shotgun effect. We're going to fire it all out there. There'll be like 30 chicks in the bar. He'll probably get 20. He's going to be at, at a certain point. I'd like to think that he's got a limit. He can only <laughs> handle so many at one time and that there would at least be like two left over that I might have a shot at. <laughs> so long as my wife doesn't know. <laughs> we'll cover for you. She's a tiny little Asian woman, but she can get very angry. <laughs> and that weird language that she likes to yell in, that's very scary. I've seen way too many movies about dying in a jungle that makes me like, <laughs> now you're good. No shoot. No shoot. <laughs> don't, don't worry man it's, it'll be okay but yeah no no i agree with you like that he's he's very versatile and he can do anything uh but back to indiana jones and the the, the dial of um the dial of the diaper the butt um, dial of diapers yeah the butt dial, yeah dial really depends. yeah the, di- the dial of depends there you go oh god it was just like it was it was also hard to watch him be 80 and in this movie i'm just kind of like dude you shouldn't be in this you shouldn't be in anything you should be you know, belong man. in a museum like, he, really do, he really does belong in like a fucking men. museum. Top men. 
No, one hundred percent. And like he just needs to like. At least it's not bottom man. I was gonna say, is, he needs... he, is uh, Antonio Banderas your top man? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who do I think are the coolest dudes in Hollywood? I mean, Banderas is up there. Tom Cruise. He's is up dude. There. He's he's, he's super cool versatile. Like, he he can he can he can be funny. He can be charming. He can be he can be serious. Like it's, yeah. he's really Look, he's really good. He's really he can play guy. super dramatic roles. He can be funny as shit, like in The Expendables. He can be super serious, like in Desperado. He can be fucking puss in boots in a fucking animated movie. I mean, goddamn, are we have we overlooked Antonio Banderas this whole time as one of the best actors we've ever seen? <laughs> I mean, I respect him. He is a fantastic actor. Apparently, Kendo wants to move in. I mean, look, if Antonio Banderas is like, I've never met you before, but you can come live in my house. Like, dude, one, I feel like there's going to be some really good food there. And number two, <laughs> there's got to be a decent supply of broads coming through. <laughs> I mean, we it's can just, be total bros. There's going to be a pool and a lot of sangria is what's going to happen. I'm in. I'm a in. pool I full of like... sangria? That just sounds like a good time. I'm not, even a, lot I'm not even a wine person, but sangria tastes pretty good. <laughs> no, you guys, you guys got this all wrong. Like, I'm not going to go gay for Antonio Bears. I just want to be like his best friend. I mean, that's fine. That's, that's, that's fine. Like, I got to draw a line somewhere. And that line is nothing goes up my ass. <laughs> People are just tuning in going, what the hell did I tune yeah, into? I we promise I you this is about I Indiana know. Jones. I know. We're just on a tangent with, with Antonio Banderas and Ken. Yeah, no, I, I look, I respect the man. I think he's a fantastic actor, a super good looking dude. But I just want to be his best friend. That is it. There's like, <laughs> I'm not like I the guy it. that I replaced. There is no questionable decisions and or potential <laughs> proclivities or curiosities. That's oh that has never came up. Oh, I forgot we uh we replaced. <laughs> yeah, yeah God, we had <laughs> May yeah. you rest in peace. Never once has the needle even considered going the other direction. I can assure you. So Nick. Uh, you and I both didn't like this movie. Where do you rank it among all the Indiana Jones movies? Is it the absolute worst? I mean, I'm, I'm with dude. I'm 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 with I'm, I'm with you. It's 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 below Crystal Skull, but like only just below it. Um, the first three will always be the three, the only three uh, for me. Um, I'm not gonna bother buying this one or whatever bullshit. Uh, it can it can die on the shelves at Target for all I care. I don't care. Um, I do. I mean, I would. It's one of those things where it's like I'm. I'm just dipping my toe into 4K. I would get like a 4K set individually, or of the three, of the of those movies, because I feel like those are visually stunning enough and have enough that will have enough enough good audio with the music and just the whole the whole soundtrack will be fun to watch either by yourself or with friends. It has that appeal where like I will benefit from this being in 4K. Yeah, I will never buy this one the only reason i own kingdom of the crystal skull is because it came with the 4k box set and then i realized i should have just waited and bought the single releases which i did because i like the indiana jones trilogy i'm not uh going to apologize for liking those great movies i know no. people think that once there's the bad one in the franchise you got to burn the whole thing down but like no, God, i still no. watch star wars empire and jedi the last jedi can go fuck itself but that doesn't mean i'm gonna stop watching the original holy trilogy no it's a great no, series no. of movies um, no man, you know there's no look. I bought those those things on Blu-ray in 2011. 
Disney doesn't get a cut of that. And here's the easy trick, folks. If you buy your shit used, you ain't supporting Disney. Somebody already did. You're just buying the leftovers that they got rid of. And it's a brand new product for you. So there are ways around this. It's like if you want to support the Star Wars EU, go out and buy the original printings for like a quarter or a dollar at your local half-price bookstore. Don't go buy a new edition on Amazon. Then Disney gets paid. But if you're, you know... Ardent about not feeding the mouse, there's easier ways to get all your shit. Buy it secondhand because somebody else already paid. And realistically, they already got paid when the product was produced. So some of that stuff goes is a cut to the retailers and royalty and other things like that. Yeah, there's a place I know in, uh, in Tennessee all the way through it. It's called McKay's, McKay's Book and Movie Store or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like Knoxville, Chattanooga, Nashville. They have three locations. There's these giant, this is a giant warehouse where... Uh, people will just like they people will trade in their Blu-rays and DVDs and you know go buy other stuff, but they have books and they have music and things like that. And I've been there a couple times and just like peruse the horror section or even like the action movie section to see what I, what I, what they have that I don't have. And I found some good stuff, and I found some really rare things, some really old things that are like one and two dollars that nobody wants, and I grabbed them up because you know they're just they're just sitting there. But uh, no, they got old books as too as well. They got old Star Wars books. They even have games now too. But um, yeah. It's you know, and, and and I'm sure there are lots of those places around around every, probably near everybody, hopefully, uh, where you can go grab those things. Or even, you know, I mean, dare dare I say it, eBay. I've I've eBayed quite a few things, especially during the the pandemic, and I was satisfied with my buys, and there weren't weren't any problems with them. Nothing wrong with eBay. I dude, I eBayed no. Brandon his 40th birthday present the other day. I got him. He's a big Batman fan. He's a comic book fan, so I got him the Batman comics that came out in June 1983. Yeah, hmm. I got um, I got I sealed copies of the artist. Yeah, I got I got I got sealed copies of them in Living Color. They were kind of expensive, but they were worth it. I knew they were good. Dude, eBay is fucking fantastic. I've been eBaying for shit, probably close oh, yeah. to twenty years, over twenty yeah. years at this point. I want to say, yeah, I, I still wanna, find I wanna, some good stuff. Yeah, I want to say the better part of ten years for sure, man, for sure. But, Where do you think I get all my Beverly Hills Cop stuff from? There you go. There you go. There you Not go. Target. Yeah, why is Nick ragging on eBay again? <laughs> it's okay. Dion liked this movie. We're not going to rag on Nick for liking e- not liking eBay. It's okay. No, I I do I do like eBay. As I'm saying, yeah, I've, been, like I've been using it for ten years. Well, you got to use it for fi- uh, twenty five years, like Kendo. You had to been there back in the day. <laughs> no, seriously, I was like sixteen years old using eBay. I, like I would just be like, "Hey, Dad, can I use your fucking credit card to buy this off eBay?" Yeah, sure. Where's the money? Here you go. <laughs> Hey, Kendo, you know yep. what sounds like a more enjoyable time than this uh, Indiana Jones movie? Buying shit on eBay? No, the new AEW video game. Um, <laughs> okay. If, I'm joking, I'm joking. I mean... That game is a dumpster they, fire in its own right. Did they release video for that game by chance? It's out. It, it just it's came out. out it finally came out. It came out like a year and a half late. That's a, such a fucking stupid move so, for them to do that. Well, so retarded. Well, here's the thing. A lot of their, well, mainly one of their EVPs is big into video games, and he was the head of the project. Now, they actually did work with, like, THQ Nordic and, like, Ukes and actual video game developers, but Twinkle Toes McFingerbang was in charge of the product. Now, (laughs) I've played a lot of video games, but should I design and head up a project to create a video game? Probably not. Okay. Because I don't know the first fucking thing about programming when it comes to video games. You could teach me. You could say, we're going to do a 30-day crash course. Guess what I'm still not going to be able to do after 30 days? Fucking head up a project to create a video game. Especially when there's a dude financing this thing. And he's like, I'm going to give you $40 million to make a video game. 
guess what's not going to get happening with that $40 million? A good video game is probably not going to get made if you put me in charge of that product. Okay. It's like, I know how cars work. I mean, I didn't used to know shit about how cars work, but I know how Thank cars you, Dale. work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I can fix cars. By the way, my Mulvaney is working fine. I had to take it to get it fucking flushed and refilled <laughs> because I can't do that at home. I don't have access to the tools or the equipment. It's running fine now. But I can do just most things. I can do most things on that car. But do you want me to design a car? Probably not a good idea. You'll get one of them Homer Simpson looking cars. I love that episode. <laughs> it's a fucking great episode. Fucking Danny DeVito goes. Was it Danny DeVito? Yeah, it was Danny. That was Danny DeVito, wasn't yeah, it? Herb. Herb. Yeah, Herb. Yeah, fucking ruins his business. But yeah. Now, so yeah, Twinkle Toes, there was lots of setbacks. AEW Fight Forever, the game was called, was delayed or called AEW Delayed Forever because that's what it was turning into. And it's it's one of those things they should have, dude, they should have waited until they were like 10 years in to make the video game. They should have, but they look, AEW is a company that has come along and they've decided to go completely balls deep on every fucking thing. It's like, we're going to have pay per views. We're going to have a weekly TV show. We're going to have two weekly TV shows. We're going to have three weekly TV shows because our boss is too busy trying to be friends with everybody, and he can't be a boss and make people get along and work together even though they don't like each other. So he's going to create his own, a third TV show just to keep them apart. But then they're going to be at the pay-per-views together, and we're going to have to try to figure out how to make them not hate each other. All the while, you've got people that are executives in your company leaking shit to the press. And you've got one particular press individual, by the way, who just likes to lap up every bit of fucking cum that comes out of the couple of your EVPs as fucking boners and report all sorts of shit, which just does nothing but cause problems. And eventually you actually get a real star in your company who finally can't take the, take their bullshit anymore. And he ends up, you know, running his mouth a little too much unprofessionally but then you've got these two other little fucking dorks that think that they can go pick a fight with this guy and then they end up getting their ass kicked and then they get butthurt about it and their pussies have to be powdered make themselves feel better dude that company is so fucked well it is so fucked we'll do a whole episode over on patreon for that but uh let's check in with the audience i want to hear what they have to say about this movie and their comments in general uh nick since you had to suffer through this movie pick a number and we'll check in with the audience uh good old 69 and in, in honor in honor of uh of of, of sleepy dion over there our fallen i'm brother. shawanda and her name is brick willa those are beautiful names i'm gloria and this is black dynamite my mama said my daddy's name is black dynamite so did my mama oh hush up little girls a lot of cats have that name <laughs> 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 oh my god love that movie so fucking much Such a great movie. <laughs> our friend breadman productions thank you very much he says going back to good morning pop culture talking about psycho did you know hitchcock didn't want music for the infamous shower scene herman said otherwise and the rest is history Talk about right i don't know man i've i've over the over, over the years I've, I've become a fan of of soundtracks and good music in, in movies like especially really distinct to mo- music and movies and i think the shower scene has one of the most distinct um you know sound scenes in in you know in in history because of just the way it's done especially with the the knife and everything and the way it was shot and put together it was like it was you know it was really good um and i think we need we need more of of those kind of detail elements in movies things are just too generic these these days we need things to be taken up with a little bit more care especially sound and uh and music 
Um, you know, there needs to be more of that in movies as opposed to just having it be some like really low background stuff. It needs to be epic and distinct. I agree. Uh, 100%. That's why the, the best positive I can say about this movie, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, was the music. John Williams and uh, company didn't phone in the score like they did with The Force Awakens. At least this one, you know, it was what it was. Uh, but thank you, Bradman Productions. And by the way, I didn't realize Bernard Herman did the uh, Twilight Zone theme. I was watching that today. He's so, Bernard. Bernard. Okay. Bernard Herman. Yeah. Bernard Herman. Better than Pee Wee Herman. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says at least Indy was happy with his family in Crystal Skull. It's true. Still That's a shit true. movie, though. Still a shit movie. <laughs> uh, Shrubbles White says, I'll take an Army of Darkness button and horses for Dion yes. Green, please. Sure, no problem. Ask and you shall receive your own world-class bullshit. Now, I gotta find me that uh, Army of Darkness button. Where are you at, Ash Williams? Yo, she-bitch. Let's go. And uh, since Dion's with us in spirit, because he definitely drank too much... Maybe that's why he liked the movie. He was so drunk, he thought he was seeing a bad. Maybe that's it. He was so drunk, he went into the wrong theater and actually saw a different movie. Yeah, he's like, you guys didn't like that movie where the little guy in the red jumpsuit and the fucking jeans saved the princess with the mushrooms. Dion, that's not Indiana Jones. That's Super Mario. Yo, you went and saw Mario. That's a far better movie. Oh, man. Uh, I agree. Mario is a much better movie. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, Dion's second favorite movie, Terminator Crab Fade. <laughs> the deep fake technology in that movie to euthanize Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton and uh, Edward Furlong. It's, it's equally as shitty as the Indiana Jones one. Would you say that, Nick? No, no, no! It's shittier. Indian, like like I said before, the the, the Indiana Jones one, uh, Dial of Destiny, is, I think is like the peak of not really the peak, but it's damn near close to the peak because I agree with you. The peak was Robert Downey Jr. I think in in the Avengers was it Civil War? Civil War? Civil War no, good. Civil War. Yeah, that was the peak. But yeah, that was the peak. Uh, but this is damn near close. Like they are getting closer to it and they are perfecting it. But it the mouth is still perfect. like the yeah, the mouth is still the problem. I think we can never get that fucking right. Yeah, RDJ wasn't perfect, but it was a whole lot better than a lot of the shit. But I think, seen. but I think the reason that 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 scene in um, that's with RDJ was good is because it was so short. Because they could render they could render it out really, really well, really, really high, and it was a very small scene. Yeah, this opening was a long part of the movie. Yeah, so they had to like kind of you know figure out their their render times and uh and make sure it was you know would it would would be fine with the release of the movie so yeah adam wofford says the crying crab games the woman crab the crabby friday star wars race crabs random D fact okay a bard is responsible <laughs> for most or half of the breed races i was not aware of that were you guys so nope. a lot of crazy fucking going on in D. well i mean hey everybody's horny no matter what games you play. True story. Matt G says, worse than X-Men Apocalypse? LOL, that stunk. Uh, I don't know. I That's hard. I hate X-Men Apocalypse. It's a bad movie. Yeah, it's a bad movie. Um, is, is this better than that? No, it's not. 
They're 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 on par. I, I think they're okay. I think they're both on par with how bad they are, really. Because yeah, they're both shit. They're both shit. Yeah, because yeah, like, one's it, looser, it, 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 one's you know, yeah. fully formed shit. Exactly. One's diarrhea, and one's 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 that you know that 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 end of the week shit you take. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says Dion no opinion green. He likes Dark Fate as well. It's true. He <laughs> he won't admit it, but I guarantee he likes that movie. Well. They can't all be winners. Nope. Grumpy Old Bastard, thank you very much for your generous super chat. He says, Crabzilla, Crabtanic, Crabs to the future. Mm. I'd watch Crabzilla. Uh, yeah, Crabzilla could be good. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Crabzilla versus Godzilla. It might be better mm-hmm. than Kong versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Anything's better in your imagination, Kendo. Okay, I'll give you that. See, that's all I'm going with. I didn't even dislike Kong versus Godzilla. I just didn't like the human characters. Yeah, that's why I like the old one better. Same. I would rather watch the old kaiju movies than the new kaiju movies. So. Yep. 100%. Let's review them all for Patreon one day. That'll be Sold. a fun back catalog. McLovin, 2169. Thank you, McLovin. Can we all just agree that the Star Wars prequels aren't as bad and deserve some respect, especially after all the stuff we've been seeing recently? I think we've 100% agreed with that and said that already. Yeah, like, yeah, we have. We have reevaluated. We will say that the first one is not great, but it's got some moments. The second one does still suck, but yeah. it's not as bad as what's come since then. And the third one is fairly good with a few moments of sucking. I've always liked Revenge of the Sith. What made me like the prequels more was the Clone Wars TV show because it fleshed out that era and it gave you more of what they were trying to do. So some of the randomness of the prequels would make sense when you had the context. That doesn't absolve them from any issues they may have, but when you compare it to what came afterwards, of course, McLovin. Oh, yes. The funny thing is, like, some of the shittiest parts of the prequels, it's just the terrible dialogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the I Hate Sand, most of the dialogue by Jake Lloyd in fucking episode one. The killing of younglings, although the meme about killing younglings and it's fucking Anakin sitting there drinking youngling beer is just fantastic. I, that's a good one. That's a soul animal right there. Um, yeah, that type of shit are breaking my heart. And then the having to see Luke and Leia getting born, like nobody needs that. <laughs> Look, so. That was stupid. She died of a broken heart. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. That was yeah. That was really that dumb. That was really dumb. Really fucking dumb. And that's what and that's what a lot of people point to with like the stupid shit about the prequels, like fucking Anakin and Padme rolling around in the grass and things like that. Yeah, that part does suck. Even even Star Wars fans, people that like the prequels or at least are cool with the prequels, will even admit, yeah, those parts were really fucking cringy and stupid. But at least they were a little bit more coherent than the shit that's come since then. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, I like the movie, but Indy is a buzzkill. I like it, but Poob punches an 80-year-old man who's supposedly a hero. Has nothing, yet he has nothing left to, uh, in life. All right. I just think you're mad at Dion. So his email address <laughs> is uh, Dion224978 at yahoo.com. So you can take up all your complaints with Dion there. Yeah. Just go directly to Dion. Uh, TLJ Screwjob also says, wow, enlisted because he's mad at Indy. F you old heroes. Yeah, I don't really think that's an F you to old heroes. That kind of falls apart with the whole anti-Disney narrative. It's just people do shit despite their parents. That's a very human thing. So I'm not really going to fault the movie for that to shit on Indiana Jones. It's just legitimately a dumb decision that people do in real life. Uh, how do you feel about that one, Nick? 
Yeah, man. I mean, that, I'm I'm sure I'm sure a lot of um, I'm sure that happened a lot during that era, during the draft, and during things like that. Like you had people who whose parents were trying to hide them, and they're like, you know, fuck it, I want to fight for my country. And then you had other people who were like, who 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 wanted to go hide, move to Canada, and their parents looked down on them as you know as it being shameful for them not to go to fight. So you had a lot. I'm sure you had a lot of both of those happening. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says you guys hate Jake Scott, but like Jake Jones again. I don't Nick. Is a four out of ten a good score for? What is this you guys shit? I yeah, what is that? One. Do you think there that just do you one think guy? Dion, Nick, and I aren't white. We all look the same. <laughs> I mean, I get them confused regularly, and I'm their friend. I know it's the beard. You know, Dion it's... and I have them too. <laughs> I love it. No, like I said, this is like a five. This is a five or five point five out of ten. Once again, like that's that's my score. You know, it wasn't. It it wasn't. It's it's not great. It's definitely bo- it's un- unfortunate. Un- yeah, guys, <laughs> this movie isn't rated as high by this channel as Justice League. Take that for what you will. Yeah, yeah. And also, here's the sad thing: is the Flash is the Flash is better than this movie. Yeah, the Flash was better than this movie, and that wasn't yeah. good either. Yeah, it wasn't good either. But yeah, that was like I like I said like I think I said at some point I agreed with you guys where you gave it a six. I was like, yeah, this is a solid six. Yeah, Flash is a solid six. Uh, Xavier to God, this is a fun one. Pick if you guys like these wrestlers better as faces or heels. Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Jericho, Kane, Edge, and Mark Henry. Okay. Stone Cold was... That one's hard because even as a heel, he was still a face to like people because his heel persona was fighting back against his boss. So... Mm, that one's tough. Like... He was never really a face or a heel. Uh, the Rock, way better as a fucking heel. The Undertaker, way better as a face. HBK, way better as a heel. Triple H, way better as a heel. Jericho, better as a face. Kane, better as a heel. Edge, better as a face. Mark Henry, better as a face. I'm going to go Stone Cold is better as, like, I guess his tween or whatever. I prefer The Rock as a face because people mistake the Rocky Maivia character as Face Rock. That wasn't Face Rock. Face Rock is post-corporation. I mean, was till... Face Rock, die, Rocky, die. That's not the same character. That's like no, saying it's not. stunning Steve Austin is, you know, the same as Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, but that I, being I, said, 100%, 100%. Face Rock from 99 to 02 is great. Uh Hollywood Rock is fine, but he's a little one note and a little boring when you watch it in hindsight. People go back to those same Nation of Domination Rock was best rock. I don't like Nation of Domination, but hey, that's That's because you're a rock fan. Of course you want heel or you want face rock, but like somebody from the outside looking in that is I like Corporation Rock. I'm all on board the Corporation Rock. He's a okay, that rock was good, but fucking Nation of Domination Rock was pretty fucking great. I just you know, I like The Rock the way I first found him, so that's my favorite one. Undertaker, I would prefer as a... I guess he's a face when he's not working for McMahon. Or he's almost always been a face other than that Ministry shit. But I do like Ministry Taker. I don't like Ministry Taker. Boss man. My daddy, that was just my funny. It was. Uh, Shawn Michaels, I like face Shawn Michaels. Because I think Shawn Michaels' better run is his second run from 2002 till his retirement. Mm-hmm. The DX stuff is funny. Uh, the... You know, the shit he did back in the earlier part of his career as the champion was fine. Arrogant but, dickhead Sean. Sexy boy Sean. Life. That yeah, was pr- that was shot. peak. That is real life. Okay, that was real life Sean in the 90s. Now he's found God and he's a different person. But that 90s Sean, that dickhead Sean, that was the real Sean. That was why he's a better heel. Uh, to answer your question, Triple H, always a heel. 
Jericho oh, yeah. face, I find heel Jericho boring and repetitive, mm-hmm. and he's just fucking old. Hang it up, dude. Uh, I only liked Kane when he was teaming up with RVD. Kane's never been one of my favorite wrestlers, so either way, I can live. You take him either way. Edge is a heel. He's better as a heel, and Mark Henry is a heel because I thought Mark Henry's sexual chocolate sucked. So yeah. I'm thinking of like face Mark Henry, like the good halls of pain, Mark Henry. Like the, okay, at least your hall of pain, part. Mark Henry, not like yeah. Know, it's sexual, baby. Ooh. No, sexual chocolate, Mark Henry sucked. Nation of Domination, Mark Henry was fine. Uh, sexual chocolate was not fine. That was just terrible. But Halls of Pain, Mark Henry, where he could go back and forth, he could be a bad guy or the good guy. That was a great Mark Henry. Uh, Xavier to God, thank you again. He says, rate these movies from 2008 from least to greatest. Dark Knight, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Hellboy, Hancock, Hellboy 2, or The Punisher. Well, Dark Knight's at the top. Um, Dark Knight's number, that's the greatest of that bunch. Punisher second, then the Incredible Hulk, then Hellboy, then Iron Man three, then Hancock. I just didn't like Hancock. Well, no, it's Iron Man, like just the first Iron Man. Oh, okay. Oh, god, that changes it. Okay, so then Iron Man, then the Dark Knight, then Hell, our Incredible Hulk, Hellboy. No, shit, god damn it. Okay, Iron Man, Dark Knight, Punisher, Hellboy, Incredible Hulk, Hancock. Uh, Nick, would you like to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, Iron Man, uh, Dark Knight, um, Punisher, Hellboy 2, uh, Hancock, then Incredible Hulk. And I'll go with Iron Man, Dark Knight, the Incredible Hulk, uh, Hellboy 2, the Punisher, because it's Warzone, and Hancock. I hate Hancock. I thought that was a terrible movie. It was such a bad movie. Xavier God also says... I saw a rumor that Will Smith is going to replace Mahashera or Mahalara Ali as Blade in the MCU. If true, what are your guys' thoughts? Is he going to go around slapping vampires? I mean, I'd watch that. Movie. <laughs> and they're going to they're going to explode. They're going to explode. Like I said, I okay. Look, if he goes around slapping the vampires, I'm I will watch that because that is just fucking hilarious. But no, no, no. They have they had to show it like twice in the trailer of him like slapping a vampire and it like burning to dust. If they show that twice in the trailer and he's and he's the one doing it, that's a billion. I will one hundred percent watch that movie. A billion dollar picture. Yeah, billion dollar picture because it's going to be ridiculous. Everybody's going to fucking watch it. Um, <laughs> but but they're not going to. Let's be honest. You know, Nick. Based on what speaking of billion dollar pictures, based on what we saw tonight, is this movie going to break that billion dollar marker to make its money back? <laughs> Based on what I heard tonight, it's not. No, I think I think it'll probably go to like three or three fifty, and then it'll stop. It may not even make. I, that's my guess. My guess is three. My guess is three. Uh, it'll go there, and then it'll just, you know, stop. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna cross any of these big records. Uh, sorry, Lucasfilm, you it's, just you've alienated audiences. It's it will once again like the the, the first part of the summer and the, you know the spring has been kind of kind of shit. And this is bad because, like, you know, we're still in, this still counts as, you know, June and we're still in it. And I'm just like, man, this is really terrible. Like, this is bad because next month we have uh, Mission Possible Part One and then we have Oppenheimer. And I don't know what else is next. I hope there's something else I'm going to look forward to. I'm totally going to go see. Oh, definitely. 100%. And for me, going to the movies is so inconvenient because I have to drive an hour to the movie theater. So I've only done it a couple times since I moved out to the land of enchantment. And if I'm going to drive all the way out there to see a movie, you better believe it's going to be something I want to fucking watch, like Top Gun. Yeah, Would 100%. you believe that the press has it, uh, they're guessing that the Barbie movie is going to open to $100 million? 
<laughs> sadly, sadly, I could kind of see that. Sadly, I could kind of see that. You know, Oppenheimer's a movie we'll all go see eventually. For like, I want us to all go see it, but not do one of these early reviews like we do. No, 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 no. I no. want to well, just see well, that movie, and I just want to have days to think about it and actually, you know, do some research and talk about it. Oh, no, no, definitely. Yeah, I mean, if you if, if you want to, we can do a Patreon thing for it or a short thing for it after, like, yeah. a, like a, a week or two afterwards. Mm-hmm. And have a discussion about it. Especially, I would love Kendra to be involved in that because of just history that he knows. It would be nice to get the get the perspective on that too. Folks, we're yeah, and Los Alamos isn't very far away from me. I could go there, and I could also go where they tested the bombs and maybe get irradiated, and then I'll get superpowers. Yeah, man, <laughs> be Crab Man. He'll have a giant pincer for a head. Oh God, I know. Um, so good would I that know... be? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, what is it? Oak Ridge is not that far from from uh, from Knoxville for sure. You know, I could go check them out and see what happens when I approach the gates. The Oak Ridge Boys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Xavier to God has a fuck Mary kill for us. Thank you, Xavier to God. Fuck Mary kill Spider Man Two X Two Avengers Infinity War. Oh God! Well, right now I just want to say fuck Xavier to God. <sighs> I know this is a hard one. This one is hard because Infinity War is one of my favorite MCU movies. Favorite, look, Spider-Man Two and Infinity War are both two of my favorite superhero movies. Jeff and I both went through the summer and year of Infinity War. We watched that movie like weekly. Yeah, because it was on Netflix early, and I was like, it was so it was yeah, it was. It was like the perfect Marvel movie, even though the bad guy wins. That's why it's good. Oh God, damn it! Fuck you, because Spider-Man Two is so good too. Same. I'm kill. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill it. X Two because I have to. Because the other two are just so much better. All right. You're gonna sit down. You're gonna watch a movie just once, or you're gonna watch a movie more than once. I'm gonna marry Infinity War because no, I can't. Because <laughs> Endgame kind of fucking takes yeah. it down a notch. I'm gonna marry Spider-Man Two, and I'm gonna. Fuck Infinity War. I'm gonna kill X2 and goddamn you, Xavier to God. I'm with I'm 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 with that. I'm with that, honestly. I'll third that as well. That's my legitimate answer. Even though I enjoy X2 quite a bit, it pales in comparison to these other two movies. So I'm sorry to see it go, but hey, don't cry because it's over. Smile. If Endgame hadn't been as dumb, Infinity War could be higher. But Endgame was pretty dumb. I've I've only watched it the one time in theaters. And I have not watched it since then. I have not watched Infinity War since then. And I fucking Dude, love that I, movie. I'm, I'm a huge Iron Man fan. I've actually watched those movies individually outside of the other stuff. So that and probably the first two Ant-Man. Like I've watched those individually. I love Ant-Man. Man. Those first two Ant-Man movies are fantastic as well. So too. good. That third one End, can suck a dick though. Endgame just kind of just was such a punch to the balls. And it's because they played fast and loose with the fucking time travel shit. Yeah, they did. Guys, time travel. Listeners, time travel. Don't fucking do time travel. It's lazy writing because nobody does it right. It's only been done right once. Back to the Future did it right. The greatest movie ever made? Yeah. <laughs> M-Pause has a question. Uh, what did you fellas think of D&D Honor Among Thieves? I thought it was a wonderful bundle of fun. I did not catch that. I wanted to. It did look like a wonderful bundle of fun, I will tell you that. But um, I just... I just never had the time to catch it, man. I kept forgetting about it. Um, I think at one point my mom wanted to go see it when she was in town, but by that time it was out of theaters. 
Um, but I, I, I mean, if you want, I, you know, we can check it out and talk about it. But I think uh, we should be... review it for uh, the channel because people okay. ask us about that. I like you. I liked the trailer. It just comes was coming out when I was getting ready to move from California back here, so I didn't want to miss out, or I didn't, I couldn't see the movie. I had yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, if you if 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 a review is required, I mean, we can acquire the movie and watch it, and you know, do mm -hmm. a one, once again a review or Patreon for it, and you know, talk about it. So. I'm not I'm not a D and D person, but I'd be willing to watch the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like all the characters look like like once again look like a like a fun ensemble action movie kind of thing going on. Um, I've played D and D probably a handful of times in my life, um, but um, yeah, I'll watch it. So, so no big deal. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says I'm talking. They didn't worry about the unknown viruses. One thing they never touch on in every time travel movie, even Back to the Future, doesn't. That's well, that's true. But I th I think the only movie that the I think the only movie that kind of would touch touch on that maybe maybe timeline. If anybody would remembers Back that to movie. the Future have to worry about unknown viruses or things like that because not necessarily because the they're dealing with was already formed right. By yeah, they're dealing with a shorter time period like eighty five to fifty five and things like that. So there's not really any, I mean AIDS would be the only thing, but. Well, I didn't see Marty taking anybody up the buddy, so I don't think he had to worry about that. <laughs> he had Jennifer, a girl. She's beautiful, Doc. He wasn't going to cheat on That's true. But, yeah, so time travel doesn't take that into account, like dealing with, like, encountering things. The only problem with it is somebody from, like, our day and age, one thing we don't have to worry about is, like, the vaccines. We get a lot of those when we were kids, and no, they don't fucking cause autism, Brian Lee. And two... <laughs> one of the things that helps us a lot in dealing with diseases these days is the fact that nutritional wise, we are in way better shape than somebody that would have been around like 3000 years ago who was eating like bread and grass. So our immune systems also along with evolving have are way better equipped to deal with shit as opposed to somebody that was like 2000 years ago. So if Indy would go back to Archimedes time, even if he wasn't vaccinated against an unknown like bacteria or virus or something like that, he's still better equipped to deal with it just because of fucking biology and the fact that his body is probably nutritionally sound. He is fairly healthy compared to somebody of his age from that long ago, because there's a reason why people don't live as long or didn't live as long back then as they do now. And when people are like, Oh, there's such a rise in cancer rates. Well, it's because people are fucking living longer and that's one of the things like people don't talk about is like all these diseases and shit that happens to us. It's because we're living longer than, you know, we were, we did 2000, 3000, 5,000 years ago. So yeah. Unknown viruses. Not, yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Well, and, and, and also he, he may be, he may be talking about um, us, us imparting unknown viruses on people that when we go to the past, like, well, I mean, there is some relatively recent and geological time history in which that would have occurred. I'm living amongst people that may have had that happen to him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Yes, that can happen, but that was also a long time ago. Like, I don't think if we rock up someplace that's like an island that hasn't discovered people in a long time, sure, we could give them shit that would fuck them up. But I mean. We could just show them Lizzo fucking videos and they'd fuck them up just as bad. That's true. Well, I mean, like the, the reason I mentioned timeline is because if anybody remembers that movie, they sucked out the air from the time machine first and then shot them back back to like the the fucking medieval times. I love that restaurant. <laughs> you didn't have forks, but you had Pepsi. 
Dude, great place. It's a great place. Uh, yeah, I think I think I think I think that's why they did. That. Well, also that and you know, oxygen and that whole thing. Like, yeah, they they sucked up because they're going through you know uh, space time barrier as well, so it would suck up the oxygen anyways. Um, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting concept of that movie. Yeah, maybe that helped. Who knows? Uh, thank you, Adam Wofford, for that. Thank you to TLJ Screwdriver. He says two hundred ninety-five million in U.S. So actually, it's like three thirty-two. It's a lot of money that went into that movie, and it ain't gonna make it back. That's my my take. That's just not. Yeah, it won't. I, yeah, it's 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 not going to. Um, and I mean, like, I I hate I hate to see it like that because I feel like this should have been the last hurrah to indie. It should have been done correctly. And I hate how it was it was treated. Um, you know, the, the sh- it, it it we should have gotten like you know a Ghostbusters um four kind of scenario where like we fucked up on the last one but this one we're gonna do it right like that kind of thing it should have been that kind of you know treatment where they came back with people they had the right writers and they did it pr- properly and it was like a nice you know a nice part four but we didn't get that uh tlj screwjob thank you for your generous super chase says poop taken over was also leaked by doomcock over a year ago and i don't know how you guys are saying this is okay i just hope people don't think the same and this gets to profitability only one guy said this was good hey nick is a four out of ten a good score? Uh, not even in school it was, Jeff. Um, yeah, four, <laughs> four, four, four out, four out of ten. That's one zero. That's ten. Yeah. Yeah. Look, a six, a sixty is passing. Six out of ten is passing. I won't accept anything less than a fucking nine out of ten. But that's just because I want to graduate with honors and I want to get those fucking big douchebag tassels. Hey, when it came, <laughs> dude, when I graduated from college, I was paying for my own tuition. I wanted to get my the best grades possible. I thought I'm taking out debt to do this shit, so yep. I'm going to at least try. And Dude, so right I did. I, my grad school. I graduated on the dean's list, man. I take academia mm-hmm. seriously, so mm-hmm. I'm all about that shit, man. But uh, TLJ Screwjob, that's cool, man. Um, you know, I thought that uh, wasn't the acolyte getting canceled, but then the actors like, yeah, we filmed that last month, so it is what it is, man. But uh, thank you. He says because if other people say Indy Five isn't bad, like The Rise of Skywalker. Well, you guys thought The Rise of Skywalker sucked, but that made over a billion dollars. Cool. Uh, Rise of Skywalker <laughs> did suck. It made significantly less than the one that came before it, and so that was uh, people yeah, and, waking and, up. And, and also, and also, they lost um, um, two billion dollars in the hotel that was Star Wars based as well. So yeah, that was a thing. Oh, and I got a video coming out about the the profitability of their books. They lost. You will not believe how much money they've lost in terms of readership and uh, the the book sales. So they can't win for trying over at Disney Lucasfilm. It all sucks. It all sucks. Yeah, and and, and, you know, I was surprised. Yeah, and I was and and I was hoping this was not going to be the uh, the leak that Jeff put out. Uh, I was hoping once again this was going to be good, but you know. Well, that was the one. To be fair, that video with all that crap, I said this has got to be fake. I said based on what you see in the trailers, this doesn't line up. But when I did the full spoiler leak with the the entire plot synopsis. That was one to one accurate. Everything yep. that I mentioned in that one, folks. So if you want to see yep. that, go watch that video. It's about twenty two or twenty three minutes long. That's it. That's the whole movie, including the end with the fucking the black closing around the thing. Like bidia bidia. That's all, folks. With the hat. That's exactly how the movie ends. <laughs> that's funny you say that. Though. Yeah, that that's what kind of reminded me. Of. <laughs> I hope that's all, folks. <laughs> Um, uh, I mean, unless 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 I euthanize him and bring him back, so I don't know. I'm back from outer space. Yes. 
Uh, Overkill161 says, Drunk Kendo film an analysis is the best analysis. I'm not even drunk. Well, okay. I'm a little tipsy now, but I, I'm not even I'm not even analyzing no, the no, movie. No, he's not. He's not drunk because I know I know Drunk Kendo. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there are phases to it. <laughs> I think Dion's like, Dion was the kind of drunk that he would get taken advantage of at a frat party drunk. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, don't go around those crazy white girls when they're drunk. Dion was a crazy white girl tonight. We love him. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm like I said, I'm not even drunk. Uh, Emperor Billy Ritchie has a question for you, Kendo. Kendo, doesn't the Ocean Gate CEO look like Father Ted to you? He doesn't look like Father Ted, he looked kind of like Father Ted. Now he's dead, and he looks like a fucking <laughs> a puddle of piss on the bottom of the ocean. Oh, gosh. But for Emperor Billy Ritchie, feck, arse, girls. There you go. I need to watch that fucking movie. Father or a TV show, show excuse me. Show. It's, dude, it is. If you had, we talked about this not too long ago, and I think you started watching it and you liked it. Yeah, I was watching. Uh, I, I just like British TV in general. Uh, it's Irish. This, it is oh, really excuse good. Me. They're uh, different. Wasn't it? It wasn't a BBC production though. Mm. Okay. It was not. Uh, well, I can't remember yeah, the, who the, it was. The same thing. But it appeared it, in England. It would show up on ITV. I believe that's where I watched it when I was over there but I mean I got the DVD thing back at Camp Kendo because I've got my uh, region free DVD player I got from my buddy Rocco and if I was going back to Camp Kendo this weekend without two other people with me I would probably watch Father Ted but because I'm bringing two other people with me I probably will still try to watch Father Ted it'll just be late in the evening because when I go to Camp Kendo this next week guess who doesn't get to sleep in his own fucking bed me because the bed will belong to two other people. It will not belong to me. I will be on the couch in the living room. There's a reason why I don't really I'm not that excited about going to Camp Kendo. There's a difference. You'll you'll notice this if you if you ever talk to me. There's excited to go back to Camp Kendo that you had for spring break, even though I got the flu and I had to fix my car and all sorts of other bullshit. And then there's going back to summertime Camp Kendo, where I'm just like, fuck, I could take it or leave it at this point. But in a couple months, you'll get going back to Camp Kendo for Thanksgiving Camp Kendo or Kendo, and I'll be extremely happy because there'll be a lot of PlayStation 2 and not doing the things I'm going back to Camp Kendo that I say I'm going to be doing while I'm back at Camp Kendo. It's good. Well, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving as well. Mm -hmm. I, just, I just want some turkey. Adam Wofford, thank you very much for your generous super chat. Adam says, so the bard half-breed races, half-elf, half-dragon, half-orc, Half Kraken. Don't know how that happened. I'm pretty sure Kendo and I don't want to know. Half Giant makes sense, though. Wouldn't a Half Giant just be like a normal-sized person? <laughs> yeah, like a, like a basketball player? Like somebody who's 6'5 or 7? So look, okay, so hang on. I'm going to break this down from a fundamental standpoint. Uh, let's see. Half Elf. So you got an Elf and a normal person, so you get a Half Elf. That makes sense. Half Dragon? How the fuck does that even work? Well, okay, no, Bruce Have Lee. Have you married. seen Shrek? Remember the dragon and the donkey made a baby, so it's possible. Okay, so we're not going to wander into the realm of interspecies erotica, okay, fucko? <laughs> I um, knew you were going to say that, Kinky <laughs> Kelly. Oh, wait, you'd be the so, sexy stud. Uh-huh. So half dragon could work because Bruce Lee was the dragon. So was Ricky Steamboat, and they were with chicks that were not dragons. So that could work. They're just dragging and, them down? Yeah, half orc. I don't know how that works. God half damn. kraken. I don't even know how that fucking works. Like I said, half giant could work because you got to do the half. like Andre the Giant probably banged a bunch of chicks. 
and I'm sure he fucking knocked one or two of them up. So that would be like a half giant running around. But you know, I don't even want to get into this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> what is Gorlock half of? Oh God, Gorlock's not half of anything. Gorlock's like a whole fucking kids meal, a whole family meal, a whole pizza, a, a whole, whole pizza fucking stuff. Gor- Gorlock, Gorlock is is, is three uh, Bigfoot pizzas, Jeff. That's what Gorlock is. Dude, don't even bring a Bigfoot pizza with Gorlock because Bigfoot pizza is magical. Gorlock is not magical. I know. Gorlock is apparently a baddie that has all sorts of dudes in her DMs, and I don't know how. Well, folks, if you want to hear us talk about Gorlock, we did a whole episode for you over on Patreon right now. Uh, you can listen to that where we talk about <laughs> Gorlock and many other things that we won't yeah, talk about yeah, on Jeff, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, me and Kendo uh, in- introduced Gorlock to Jeff. and I, I, yeah, Jeff I, I, was I, unaware I, of who Gorlock the Destroyer was. Yeah. We educated that boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was Jeff was not pleased. He was not pleased. Who would be once you see what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Xavier to God has a question. What is the best X-Men movie, X2 or Days of Future Past? <clears throat> X2. This is hard for me because I really do like Days of Future Past quite a bit. What if it was Days of Future Ass and it was just about all these chicks you may bang? I'll sign me up for that movie. That's That's a good movie. That's my my answer. But to give Xavier Degas a real answer, I'm going to go with Days of Future Past. I really like The Sentinels and Boulevard Trask. I've been listening to a lot of X-Men audio drama and reading X-Men comic books. So I'm all about the X-Men as of late. And Days of Future Past... I love that ending where Wolverine comes back and everyone's back at the school and that's just a fun movie. So that's my answer. Oh yeah, no, it was it was it was done very very well. Um, because X three X three kind of dropped the ball a little bit. Um, but Days a of Future Past bit. was eh, okay. You you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Days of Future Past was uh was really good, really good redemption to that uh, to that franchise. X two is. X two is good because you're getting deeper into uh, the Wolverine, you know, Wolverine lore and that whole thing. Um, and there's there's a lot more hatred for the for the mutants and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty well done. But yeah, I think I think Future Past is a little bit more fun. I also like the period piece. I thought that was cool to see, yeah. uh, like how Professor X got his legs to work and how Hank was living with him in the X mansion, and you know. Wolverine's a badass in all of these movies, so I can't really uh, complain about that. Now, uh, up next, we have one from our friend TLJ Screwjob who says, Sorry, guys, I guess Dion saying he liked it made me see red and apply that to Jeff Nick, too. My bad. To bury the hatchet, fuck, Mary, kill. Commando T2 Predator. Dude, that's not burying the hatchet at all. That's, that's <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing right now? No, for starters, okay, thank you, TLJ Screwjob, for not lumping me into that. Thank you. You actually paid attention. I did not see the movie. Secondly, you can't bury the hatchet and then give us that fuck Mary kill. That is yeah, not all, burying the all, hatchet. All Schwarzenegger? Come on, man. Come all on. All great Schwarzenegger? Schwarzenegger? Yeah. That is not burying. That is that is shots fired, sir. If you wanted to lob up a softball, you got to come up with something better than that. But if I were to answer this question in a – oh, God, I can't even answer it. Because I know. You can't. You can't because they're all really good. Yes, even the bad – there's nothing bad about Commando. There's nothing bad about T2. There's nothing bad about Predator. Fuck you, TLJ Screwjob. You're an asshole. Okay, <laughs> um, shit. All right, I'll do it. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it like this. Marry T2, fuck Predator, and unfortunately because it's the third one, kill Commando. So I'm going to do it like this. 
if you hand me all three of these movies, you're like, here, here's Blu-rays of all three of these movies. Which one do you want to watch now? Which one do you want to watch later? Which one do you want to watch again? And which one do you, which one can you live without watching? I'm going to fuck T2, marry Predator, and kill Commando. And I'm going to say, God damn you, TLJ Screwjob, that is not burying the hatchet. It's just not fair. We have to, know, we have to not... bury one of our favorite Schwarzenegger films. I know, here. Yeah. I know. Asshole. I will answer with... <laughs> I'm going to marry Predator. Mm. I'm going to pick the controversial one. I'm going to marry Predator, fuck Commando, and kill T2. I mean, that's fine. Look, there's no wrong answer here. There's no there right really answer isn't. here there either. Really there's isn't. no right answer either. It just hurts. It's like you got to get, get rid of one of your children. Your wife's yeah. never going to forgive you. No. <laughs> All three of these are great movies. All three of these are fantastic movies. And it's hard to eliminate. There's, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. It's 100% subjective. Just what is your, your cup of tea. Well, thank you, TLJ Screwjob, for breaking the bullshitters at broke our spirits it broke our hearts that was probably the hardest fuck mary kill we've gotten and that was supposed to bury the hatchet what an asshole (laughs) Um, and jack white guys i need you to forward me this email jack white says jeff i just sent you an email with the links to a bunch of trailers and some anime and games and the newest trailer for dune 2 have you guys seen the dune 2 trailer yet yeah dude it looks i i loved I, i loved dune part one it was what i what i expected of it um i'm definitely gonna watch dune part two you know i i didn't think i would be a dune fan but yeah part one made me a fan looking for the email oh did you know it's brian lee's birthday today well that was yesterday oh well it's still today for you no it's not it's whatever anyway uh tlj screwed says don't worry dion will answer that fuck mary kill too Let's see if Dion. What happens when we turn his mic back on? That's him saying he's gonna fuck Predator. And he's still he's gonna, debating the other two. Yeah. Hold on. Let's see what he says next. He's gonna right, he's marry T two. And that means he's got to kill. Commando. Yeah, that was totally commando. I heard that. It's Vernon Wells that he hates underneath it all. <laughs> so, guys, uh, we have reviewed Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. We lived through it. It wasn't a good experience, and we're not going to watch it again. I don't think there will ever be a drunk commentary for it here on the channel. It was difficult enough to sit through Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and this one is just terrible. Uh, you know. Comparatively speaking, like, you gotta remember, it's Indiana Jones movies, where there are previously 10 out of 10s for three movies across the whole trilogy, and then you get this shit? I got a belly full of white dog crap, and then you're gonna lay this shit on me? Like, no thank you. I'm not gonna sit through this movie and be grateful. Uh, ugh. Anyway, uh, that being said, yeah. is there anything else you want to say about the movie, Nick, before we put this baby to bed? I mean, if you if, if you think we're wrong and you want to go watch it, by all means, go. I oh, mean, yeah, always we're think just, for yourself, we're just folks. We're just some assholes on the internet, that's fine. Um... But if you do value our reviews, you know, then, you know, do do with what you will with your money. But, uh, you know, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, if you're feeling so inclined, check out our Patreon page for bonus content. We have commentaries for every Indiana Jones movie. We're going to have every James Bond movie coming up. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll do Godzilla, Kaiju, stuff like that. You name it, it will be over there, as well as our members. Yeah. And if you're all already a Patreon member, uh, send us messages to what you want us to do so we can give you more of what you want. And you can be yeah. more and up your Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> well, if you do, folks, there is a certain tier where you can come on the channel. So if you guys want to be a part of our mm-hmm. member hangout, we're going to have one of those in July. Members thank only. You yeah, we won't give you a jacket, but, uh, you know, that is what Unless it is. Unless you give us a shitty fuck, Mary kill that makes us hate ourselves. <laughs> Looking at you, TLG Screwjob. <laughs> Dirty pool, sir. Dirty pool. Hey, Dion, what do you think? <laughs> I'd like to think that's him agreeing with me. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking, uh, Liam Dunham. Oh, yeah. Fucking Liam Dunham. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh-oh. Well, we're going to get out of here because it's late and we're going to, you know, I'll be back in the morning with Good Morning Pop Culture and a whole lot more. So thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Nice shooting, son. What's your name? My name is Jeff. <laughs>